you know, I was okay. You're gonna laugh. Um, yes, no. I was listening to Ask the Cross. Tell me what mm-hmm, Twop was, mm-hmm. and I was looking at his video links, right? And I was like, Ask the Cross just told us the entire Twab with you know his little spin on things and his intro and his outro and all this other stuff in like 15 20 minutes. And we've taken this 15 20 minutes and stretched it into two to three hours on a weekly basis. I don't know if that's a talent or if we're just that bad at our jobs <laughs> that we can't condition a 20 minute thing into the 20 minute segment of which it belongs. Okay, well, we can. But if you keep going on and telling us squirrel stories, it goes on for a lot longer. First of all, I don't have a single squirrel story. I have the raccoon story when I was in Louisiana and it came mm. up to me, but that was live. Everybody remembers nope. Rick. There was Rocket. at least two squirrel stories last week. What? I don't even know any squirrels. What are you talking about? Just have to listen to the show. Metaphysical oh, squirrels. Geez. Star so squirrels. you're adding squirrel stories that I have no idea about. That doesn't count. No, no. You can't, you can't hold those against me. No, no. You were here. You told them. None, none, none of these stories were added in post. They were added live, as you told them, randomly throughout the yeah. day. I disagree. Um, you always do. <laughs> dear, dear people in response, Twitch, because I know you're there, clip every time he goes off on a random tangent in this episode and then send him the list afterwards for him to review. Will it and be five over under? <laughs> I'm thinking over five, but I feel zero. like five. I feel Absolutely like five. Zero. Well, we've already heard about a trip to Brazil, so you've already lost there. Yeah. Because you were talking about time zones. It was in the same thing. Mm, partial credit. <laughs> and welcome to Two Titans and a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran pirates alike where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy hornswoggling your booty even more. So with all that said, let me introduce you to me ragtag crew. These scurvy sea dog parody, these son of a biscuit eater, no one respawns in real life. And me, your captain, for this treacherous voyage, Night Demon, Arr. So yeah, welcome to the show. We are in various different places that we're normally not being. Well, I am in Virginia. Not the first time I've recorded from Virginia. What about you? What makes you first time that you're recording from that hotel room? This particular one, yes. There you go. Then maybe even that hotel. uh, Accurate as well. Yep. Yeah, New, new hotel, new place on the road. I am sitting in my house in the exact same place I've been since 2019. <laughs> We've left I, him there. I, at some point, I believe I'll be allowed to leave in like early 2024. That's what I'm hoping for. But we'll, you know, we'll see how it works out. Yep. And then we have Mr. Nineteen joining us, who, if you did not know, he was in a different location. You would never know because he I sounds am. perfect, sterling, silky smooth wherever he goes. Actually, that's true. You do not sound like you're in a gas station right now. Do you have like all your audio equipment like in a back room or something, or how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's built a secret recording studio at work. Mm. Well, 
I wish I could. Is he in the shed? No, he's not in the shed. He's actually at work. Really good sound quality for a gas station. That's because I have my mic with me. Like you, when you travel, you take all your stuff with you. I do. There you go. It's the middle of the night, no one doubts, so it's fine. Everyone's good. It's like two o'clock in the morning for you, bud. No, I made a bit of an error. Time zones are hard. And I'm not sure I can blame him since he's at zero on time zones, but yeah, we are only four hours apart, not six. Apparently, ah. this is the time. This is the time where, where you could reach your hand to the east and just 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 barely feel the night deep in there in the distance. It's in the it's in the springtime. It's the other time change where we're six hours apart and we're just we're as far apart as we're ever going to be. We're actually we're as close as we can ever be right now. The other right time now. change. Yeah. Oh, because because mm-hmm. uh, this Sunday we go back or whatever. Because it happens twice a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it this weekend that your clocks go back or forward? I believe it is. Probably okay. it, it's whenever the the clocks say they're going to do this. <laughs> I I just I just the, the the network time servers they do what they want to do and they make the time go. Whatever they want to do is fine with me. Yes, I made a bit of an error in kind of calculating how many hours apart we are. So I'm only four hours apart and not six. So it's uh, everybody's allowed one, but half past twelve. Time zones yeah. are hard. That's the takeaway from all this. Time zones are hard and silly, and we just shouldn't use them anymore. I agree. Let's get rid of we have a, we actually have one state in America that completely ignores time zones. Squirrel. Fun fact for all you guys that don't live here: the state of Arizona, I believe it is, possibly Nevada, but I'm pretty sure it's Arizona. They don't conform to the to the daylight savings time. It's weird. But they still use time zones. I'm saying we abolish all time zones. It's just the same time across the entire planet. Daylight, dark time, it's it's all the same time. Get rid of them all. Right. My wife was talking to me yesterday. She goes, I think I think I'm gonna go to Brazil this summer instead of this winter. Squirrel. And I was like, why? And then it dawned on me, oh, because our winter is your summer. Ah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> our winter here or our winter there? Our winter which, here in America is which, their summer which, there. Exactly. So which which hour was, are we talking about? Yeah. For Christmas <laughs> in Brazil, they were miserable. <laughs> My kid could not stand going outside. It was just like, no, this is not Christmas. So I'm like, yeah, okay. We'll probably send you to Brazil over the summer instead. It's not what I was promised. Mm. And then it'll just be me and my oldest while my wife and the youngest are overseas. It's so peaceful, you know. Last time they went, they were gone for a whole month. And like the first two weeks, it was like, ah, I've forgotten what peace and quiet sounds like. And then the second two weeks is like, I don't like peace and quiet. (laughs) I need my wife and my kid back. Where's the chaos in my life? There's no chaos. There is, there's us. Yeah. Eh, well. And the respawn army, of course. The respawn army. So I've bought good things in the store this week. You should buy the good things in the store this week. You should also probably run some lost sectors. Really, you, you should probably see what weekly challenges you haven't done. And this is where Night Team is going to tell you exactly what all those are. But you may already know, because you may have gone to YouTube. And I know you, you're one of the lovely 344 people following the Two Titans and a Hunter account. And you may have already seen what's going on in next week in Destiny. Everything you need to know. Brought to you by the smoothest speaking, Britishest, piratiest man around. 
if for no other reason, you should go watch this video for his pirate impersonation and this pirate dance. It's phenomenal. First up, we have our featured Nightfall for the week commencing November 8th, which will be the Devil's Lair over on the Cosmodrome, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 100,000k or more. Also this week, we'll see the return of bonus Nightfall rewards, meaning you will be able to get double drops of the featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, and ascendant shards. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty, becoming more common with Ascendant Shards in Master and Grandmaster Nightfalls. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 4 Barrier Champions and 8 Overloads, with 5 Solar, 17 Arc and 8 Void Shields. Master and GM will have 4 Barrier and 15 Overloads, with 5 Solar, 8 Arc and 8 Void Shields. Your Grandmaster modifiers will be Barrier and Overload Champions, which cannot be stopped without the correct mods equipped. Arc No, when defeated, Fallen Vandals spawn a webmine under their feet. Chaff, which is your radar is disabled. Your Grandmaster modifiers are Contest, Join in Progress disabled, Lock Loadouts, Match Game, and Extra Shields. Match Game is enemy shields are highly resistant to all unmatched elemental damage. Your equipment is locked, which means you will not be able to change your equipment after this activity starts. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in the restricted zone, everyone is returned to orbit. You have limited revives, and you gain additional revives by defeating champions up to 20 max. Champions mob, this mode contains additional champions. And Sepkis gaze, increase incoming arc and splash damage is increased by 50%, but 25% bonus arc damage dealt to enemies. The power requirement this season to enter the gems are 1595 light, which is also what your power is capped at, and the enemy's power will be 1620. Your anti-champion artifact mods for this week are Anti-Barrier Scout and Auto Rifle for 1 energy, and then further over, Snipers for 6. Overloads are Bows and Machine Guns for 1 energy, and the Arc Grenade mod Surge Detonators for two energy. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with the intrinsic mods as well. So for anti-barrier, we have the Kinetic Bow Wishender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle, Arbalest, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon, Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword, the Lament, and the Titan Exotic Gauntlet Second Chance, which gain a second charge of your shield throw melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. For Overload, we have the Void Energy Bow, Le Monarch, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle, Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun, Thunderlord, and the Warlock's Exotic Boots, the Secant Filaments, which when you drop an Empowering Rift, any weapon that is fired from inside the well will cause an Overload Champion to be stunned. The featured weapon to obtain next week will be the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Sniper Rifle, Silicon Neroma. This sniper has high damage and high recall, with a base impact of 90, base range of 74, stability of 17, and handling of 24. It can roll with opening shot, firing line, frenzy, and adrenaline junkie, with firmly planted snapshot sights and triple tap. It has the origin trait of stunning recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill the magazine, 
trigger health regen and improve your recovery for a short duration. And Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with this weapon grant a small amount of health. Next up, Lord Shax brings Showdown back to the Crucible this upcoming week. Showdown is a 3v3 PvP mode in which you have limited lives and the ability to refund a death by reviving your teammates. Teams work to score as many kills as they can across a series of five timed rounds. If each team manages to win two rounds apiece, a fifth showdown round commences in which each player only has one life, kicking off a tense elimination style tiebreaker. This mode offers players a taste of the core elements of survival and trials of Osiris. The pinnacle dungeon for next week will be the Grasp of Avarice over on the Cosmodrome, where you can obtain Artifice Armor from doing a master version which gives you an additional mod socket that can be used to equip artifact mods from the current season. And your pinnacle raid will be the Garden of Salvation on the moon. Next up, challenges. So we have now had all 78 challenges over the period of 10 weeks. As a reminder, if you can complete 75 out of 78 available for this season, you can get a large pile of bright dust to spend at the Eververse store. And speaking of bright dust, on to our Eververse for the week of November 8th, 2022. Available this week for Bright Dust we have the Indra Soaring Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Thunderlord Machine Gun for 1,250 Bright Dust. The Queen's Best Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. The If It Fits Ghost Projection for 1,500 Bright Dust. The Boreal Shah Shader for 300 Bright Dust. And if you want to be a pirate and just can't pull off that pirate voice, me hearties, then ye can at least dance like a pirate with the high seas dance exotic emote for 3,250 bright dust. Arr. The hard light exotic ghost shell will be available for 2,850 bright dust. The sunny day seeker exotic sparrow will be available for 2,500 bright dust. The M3D1 Valkyrie exotic ship is available for 2,000 Bright Dust. The Eternal Vengeance vest for the Hunters is also available, along with the Knightly Noir plate for the Titans, and the painted kits and robes for the Warlocks, all for 1,600 Bright Dust each. The Matter Scourge exotic weapon ornament for the Outbreak Perfected will be 1,250 Bright Dust. And rounding out the Bright Dust offerings in the Eververse store will be the Sterling Arbor Ghost Projection for 1,500 Bright Dust. And then finally, the Lost Sector rotation for next week. Hello. Your daily Lost Sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of champions and burns you will find inside. But if you are new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend or master. Tuesday, November 8th, will be the Concealed Void over on Europa for exotic helmets, solar and void elemental shields, a burn of solar with overload and barrier champions. Wednesday, November 9th, will be the Bunker E15 on Europa for exotic boots, void elemental shields and void burn with overload and barrier champions. Thursday, November 10th, will be the Perdition on Europa for exotic gauntlets, Arkham Void elemental shields, with an arc burn with overload and barrier champions. Friday, November 11th, will be the conflux on Nessus for exotic chests, solar and void elemental shields with a solar burn with unstoppable and barrier champions. Saturday, November 12th, will be the K1 crew quarters on the moon for exotic helmets, 
Solar Elemental Shields with an Arc Burn, and Overload and Barrier Champions. Sunday, November 13th, will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon for Exotic Boots, Arc and Solar Elemental Shields, Avoid Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. And finally, background to Monday, November 14th, will be the K1 Communion on the Moon for Exotic Gauntlets, Solar and Void Elemental Shields with a Solar Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. And that's it for your next week in Destiny starting on the 8th of November 2022. A big thank you to Kyber's Corner for the Nightfall information, today in Destiny for the Eververse and Lost Sector information, and Light.gg for the challenges. Now, question. when you Now that you do this separate from my groaning, do you like edit in no, groaning no, gro every now and again to make it seem like I'm still there? Or The, gro the groaning is included. The groaning, there, there's actually an optional, you know how you can turn on captions in, in YouTube? There's, there's actually a respawn groaning track you can turn on. <laughs> To, to listen to while it's going on. You can also turn on the respawn story track, which will start a random respawn story that he's collected over the last three years. That so would something be something totally random while it goes. <laughs> you don't know that it's not. I don't know that it's not. That's why I said, if true, hilarious. It is, this This 12 was a little beefy, man. It's got a lot of info in it. I just, I've yeah, said that twice now because I'm, I don't know where to start. Um, pro probably three quarters of the way down and then we'll go a quarter of the way up and then to the very bottom and then to the very top you know that makes sense chronologically speaking it does it absolutely does if you know right. now <laughs> or, or 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 i suppose we could just start at the top and work our way down unless anyone has a you know strong feeling about why we shouldn't mm, that sounds a little too normal it does so, so i think we should tell you it's this week of bungee for the 3rd of <laughs> november 2022 and Hippie has brought us all of the sandbox changes. All, all of them. Every last no, one. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, there, there's a lot of sandbox changes. Yeah. So, but Bungie, before they want to tell us about all of the abilities, bad things have happened to the world, Team Rubicon's on it. If, you know, they're, they're out there providing support. Apparently terrible things happened in bridge collapses in India and crowds being crushed in Korea, South Korea for some reason. But yeah, Team Rubicon's yeah, out. Yeah, that. that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have been living under a rock because I've heard about absolutely nothing anywhere in the world this week. But, I only yeah, heard the South Korea thing. I have no idea what happened in India. Yeah, but yeah, I just want to mention, you know, Team Rubicon's out there doing the work. And if you have some dollars to toss toward them, great. If not, don't. You know, they're out there doing doing the charity things, helping people when terrible things happen because that's what they do. And that's because Bungie do team up with Team Rubicon quite a lot, don't they? They do. Anytime a natural disaster happens, I think they team up. And now we have two abilities and beyond and way, way beyond. Well, tell me all and about the abilities. Well, parody went out of his way to make a nice little spreadsheet to try to remove all the fluff and probably some of the nerfs so that hopefully respawn doesn't spot all of the nerfs that have happened to the hunters this season. No, but I know no, parody. No, I know every... that they're there. No, yeah, no. Every single nerf and buff is there, and I tried to find some of the some of the. Um, hey, what is this ability? Because I don't play a warlock, and I don't remember what all these abilities are called. So I was trying to put in some of those for flavor and texture too, because it's always like we've we've you know this thing is really strong right now. What is that thing? Which one is that? Because despite playing this game for many years, I don't know the names of anything. 
Yeah, I, I was trying to go through and, and, and remove some of the waffle as Demon would put it around. Here's this change, and here's how we feel about the change, and here's how we think the change is, trying to sort of narrow it down to what did we do and maybe a why without all of the let's read three paragraphs about each and every one of these things. I do like to read these three paragraphs of each thing. That is true. I mean, in three spawns point, that is how we get to our three hours. So we might only be like two and a half. We'll have to see how many stories we get. All right. Yeah, so, so we have we have, we have our entire sandbox team. All the sandbox team is here to tell us about basically when you know basically in last December, you know, last December, let's go back a year. Last December. Okay, take us but, back. Back in we, December. We, we had we had update 3.4.0, which is basically where they tweaked all the like the ability cooldown rates throughout the game. And they had a couple of goals last year. They wanted to reduce the the ability cooldown rates across the game. They were trying to reduce the focus on abilities in the high-level crucible activities like Trials and Survival and reduce the number of low-cost one-hit kill abilities in PvP, a.k.a. all of the ways you can be shoulder-charged. So they did that when they released the Update 3.4.0 last year. Basically, they, you know, that was to address all of those issues. So prior to, to Update 3.4.0, they had a couple of concerns where First off, the super energy economy at the time was ex um, promoted extremely passive play in the high-level PvP and would just secure guaranteed round wins with your roaming supers. Basically, you know, you'd have a bunch of bunch of people hanging out together in crucible maps waiting for the supers to come up and then use those to win, use those to turn the tide of things. And their solution to that was, in the trials changes, reducing your round timers, adding your zone capture to trials, and reducing the super, the super cooldown timer tiers even though there are some outliers that are still watching, they're pretty happy with how all that worked. Their second concern was their ability cooldowns within each slot were identical, and, and all the cooldowns were not something they could really easily change or easily balance the ability potency. Because, you know, remember back in those times, every cooldown was the same. There was no Every tier, there was no cooldown difference. was the same. Every super cooldown was the same. Every, everything was the same. No, yeah. except for one yeah, thing. It, there was a difference. Our class, our class abilities... Did actually even back then have different cooldowns, but that was it. Everything yeah. else had the same cooldown. Yeah, but the class abilities, yeah, was the least, yeah, the least of their concerns. And they, you know, so they addressed that by saying we're going to give things independent timers, so we can change the cooldown of things. We can, you know, make them high, you know, faster or slower depending on how powerful or how overwhelming they become. And and they knew that you know obviously the 3.0 subclasses were all in the works. So they were saying you know this is going to add all these build crafting options and additional combinations of perks and abilities and all the new keywords and this was going to create some power spikes that weren't even possible outside of, you know, the preset subclass options. So this is the thing they haven't quite gotten a solution of. It's basically they're, they're going to be looking at once strand drops, sort of looking at all of the new subclasses. Now that they're all three dot subclasses and doing some balancing. So basically they were saying, you know, without, you know, the 30th anniversary, they did a tuning pass then because the ability economy would have just been absolutely unsustainable after the subclass 3.0 reworks hit, because everything would have been pushed to 57. Everything would have been just like overwhelming. Uh, the neutral game abilities in the spotlight... I'm sorry, the neutral game abilities have been a spotlight as a real pain point for players, particularly in PvP, which, you know, this takes the form of a lot of people saying just, you know, the ability spam. Crucible is all abilities, and every now and again, some gunplay. And Bungie would really like it to be closer to like a 60-40 split of gunplay to abilities. Like, if you're in the Crucible, we want you to have to fire your guns. You know, 
you know, we, we want you to have your abilities to be strong too, but we'd like it to be more gunplay. So they're looking at basically a long-term tuning pass, getting toward that 60-40 gunplay to ability split goal. And while none of this big tuning pass is coming in this season, it's basically they're saying once Lightfall drops, because that's when Strand, you know, they don't want to do all this and then throw Strand into the mix and then have another, you know, stasis situation where you've got a superly overpowered or superly underpowered set of subclasses. So basically they're saying once Strand drops with Lightfall, they're going to be doing a big tuning pass across all of the abilities and all of the subclasses and seeing how it all plays together in the sandbox. But for season 19, they're basically saying, we kind of want to look at the power of our existing subclasses and, and, you know, do a little bit of balancing, a little bit of tweaking, nothing too crazy, but just sort of, you know, tweaking some outliers, bringing them sort of closer together. So when they do do this big pass in Lightfall, they're sort of on more of an equal footing and you don't have like superly underpowered and superly overpowered classes. Not to say that's not what we'll have, but at least that's their that's their goal with all this. That's that's their goal behind all these tweaks we're going to talk about today. That was a lot. What's a lot? <laughs> and that was so many more paragraphs in, in the twop. <laughs> right? I thought you were going to condense it. What happened there? Where, where, where was the condensing? Oh, uh, that, that, that was condensed, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> I don't believe you! You lie! Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, so basically, if if you remember nothing, nothing else from that, they're tweaking some things today, and they're going to tweak more things when Lightfall drops in the subclasses. And we learned that um, one subclass has been bugged since it launched from the get-go. So that's fun. Once again, Bungie has targeted poor hunters in the nerf department. But we'll get to that. With Solar 3.0, one of our goals was to get persistent healing in a place where it felt variable in high-level PvE. However, with the updates to Resilience that released alongside Solar 3.0, Restoration has proved to be too powerful for our current suite of activities and has been a particular pain point for high-level PvP. To that end, we're making a small adjustment for Restoration Times 1 and a larger adjustment for Restoration Times 2 to make sure that a careless player can still feel punished by an opposing guardian or a particularly crafty PvE combatant. Restoration times one. Base healing rate reduced from 25 health to 20 health per second and from 40 health per second in PvE down from 50. Times two has gone from 40 to 32.5 per second and 65 health per second in PvE, down from 80. Also, this no longer stacks with Healing Rift's healing. The strong heal over time value is prioritized and will stop the weaker heal over time from taking effect. Overall, we're content with the potency of Radiance and its place in the sandbox, but in its current state, it has its uptime has no meaningful drawbacks. So... We're making a few changes to the Solar Fragment Suite to reduce that uptime. Ember of Torches. Radiant base duration reduced from 10 seconds to 8. Now applies a negative 10 discipline penalty while equipped. Ember of Solace. Now provides a 50% bonus to Radiant Duration rather than a flat 5 seconds. Note, this is consistent with its behavior with Restoration. I don't know if that's a nerf or a buff. Because I don't know if 50% is more or less than 5 seconds. I would say uh, probably, less, probably less, because Radiance, I feel like you can just be Radiant all the time. And that's that's when your weapons are enhanced by the power of the Traveler and just you deal increased damage. 
it felt like, especially last season when we were all running solar builds full time, it felt like you were just radiant all the time. It felt like it was just ever present and there. Maybe, maybe not, but it, that's just sort of my well, recollection. Well, how did the other like classes? Was... How did the other classes work? Because I know with Hunter, every time we throw a throwing knife, we're radiant, right? And if I get a kill, which is ninety percent of the time, I get that knife right back, right? So basically, infinite throwing knives equals infinite radiance. Now, how is how difficult is for other classes to be radiant? How do you guys go radiant in like a, like a Titan? How does a Titan go radiant? That is a great question. And, you know, you would think I would have some recollection or idea about that. But <laughs> doesn't you doesn't your melee wall of death make you radiant? I think everything did. I, think, I feel like the throwing hammer did. I feel like the Lorelei helm did as I'm waiting for dim to load here. Like, I feel like it was just kind of everything. Making yeah. radiant all the time. That's what I'm trying to look up if Dim would load my profile. Uh, for all I know, Hunters had two ways of doing it. Throwing knife and then our dodge. The radiant dodge where you flip and stab into the ground. Yeah, I'm um, pretty yeah. sure that it's the hammers, isn't it? When you stand in the pool of fire. And the lowly splendor does it as well, I think, when you become radiant. Actually, maybe not. When it pops your class ability? Yeah, no. Yeah, the... Lorelei was just doing the restoration times two, but not oh, that the was radiance. Yeah, it was restoration. Yeah, oh. but it does the sunspot, which will give you all this. Yeah. Let me let me see here. So it Look, sounds I about the same as a hunter. I didn't say it was a professional titan. Exactly. <laughs> this is where I wish I, should, I would have grabbed the radiant three O or the solar three O release when they were like, "Here's how you now we're going to talk about this and how we can do all this." Right. I sure feel like that was it. I, I have to go back and look. Well, this just seems to be like a pass of everything because we have we knew this was going to kind of be coming, didn't we? We knew that we're going to did get 3.0. How did we know we that this was coming? We uh, knew that 3.0 subclasses were going to be coming out and changing the way that we play the game. Yeah. And we knew that they'd kind of touched stasis beforehand. And we knew that at some point they'd have to come back around to it all, kind of level it all across the playing field so that everything kind of made more sense before we then went back and introduced a new kind of tool to play with. Yeah, I mean, this is coming because they were going to they're gonna tweak it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Ember of Torches, powered melee attacks against combatants makes you and nearby allies radiant. Okay. Your Ember of Solace, radiant restoration effects apply, have increased duration. Uh, Emperor of Empyrean, you know, basically there's a number of aspects you can put on, I'm sorry, a number of fragments you can put on to make, you know, I punched a guy and became radiant. I used a solar class ability or a final blow and, and with a solar weapon and became radiant. It's like, you know, okay. So it, it, it like basically empowered melees could, and class could do all the things. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, yeah, it was super easy to become, become and remain radiant for amount, large amounts of time. Okay. Fair enough. And I'm assuming warlocks are probably the same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could use those across every class, so everybody could just become MB radiant. That's what they're saying. There's really no, you know, the uptime had no meaningful drawbacks. It's just you could be radiant all the time, forever. And that's mm -hmm. what you know. That's where they're touching, touching some of the, some some of the fragments to bring them back in. Back in I the mean, line, I, at least I, I, in the line I see, see that. It. It, I see at least the radiance. I understand the restoration, right? Because. Whenever I was forced to play Titan during the the season of the the summer, right the the Solar Two Three Point You're welcome because we gave you the best time to be a Titan, where you were absolutely <laughs> immortal at all times exactly. and could not be killed by anything. Because literally, all I did was throw up that so wall good. of fire, and I would immediately have it back again 
right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I could just infinite that thing, and I was constantly healing, constantly restoration, constantly all the things, right? So the restoration I get, because once you have that restoration, you go brain dead. Like, you're on autopilot for the entirety of your playing playing time, right? I get that. But the Radiance, oh. what does Radiance do for us? I forgot, I've even forgotten what that does. More damage? Yeah. It's a damage yeah. buff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your weapons are enhanced with the power of the Traveler and do increased damage to foes. It's just a damage buff. Okay. All right. So, well, so yeah. So, I mean, not only can you not die, you can also not die, and you're doing more damage to people by just existing in the game, by just playing the game. You're basically, you know, they're essentially neutral perks at this point. You kill the guy, now you're radiant. You punch the guy, now you're radiant. It was just, you know, handed I feel to you like on this is more of an end game nerf than anything else, right? Because. Yeah. Because in anything outside of GMs, and even some GMs, right, your Titan Wall of Fire is going to damn near kill a champion, or at least take two-thirds of its health, right? And my throwing knife is going to hit hella hard on anybody, right? But, you know, if it doesn't get that kill, I don't get all the, the refunds back that I would normally get, right? So I guess at that point, Radiance could potentially run out, I guess, right? I just, I find the Radiance nerf a little meaningless, but whatever, man. I don't know. Maybe there are people out there that depend on Radiance more than others, but whatever. Next up, here's the first Hunter-exclusive nerf. Knock him down. This aspect does a lot of work, most of it being passive in the background, and while we're happy it's used as a neutral game tool to throw an absurd number of knives, oh, that feels so good, in target-rich environments, its benefits to the gunslinger supers are currently overloaded. I don't think so. In particular, the overlap and benefits between Deadshot and Marksman Golden Gun muddles their identities. All right, that's fair. The bonus duration on Deadshot resulted in too few many... I'm sorry. Let me reverse that. The bonus duration on Deadshot resulted in a few too many 7th, 8th, and 14th column videos. God. Dang. We want to cement Deadshot Golden Gun as a tool for a hunter that wants to dive in the fray. Whereas Marksman is for the calmer sharpshooter that want to wait for the perfect shot. To that end, we're splitting Knock'em Down's benefits more clearly, cleanly Sorry, across the two Golden Gun variants. Deadshot will gain a 15% damage resistance, but lose its bonus duration. Only 15%? Because that it was it was so zero. Much less. It was zero before, right? Or did you have no, no, we resistance had, as a golden gunner? Before Solo 3.0, it was zero. Solo 3.0 came out, they gave us some resistance that all the hunters were happy about. And now okay. it's it's I think it was 10%, so I guess it's up to 15%, quote up to. Yeah, so, so uh, you're getting slightly more. And you're also a golden gunner, so you shouldn't go near them mm, anyway. Yeah, but you lose your bonus duration. So now you're not going to get, you know, those 13, 14 shots as long as you can keep it going. You just, you don't get it. No 14. And Marksman will no longer provide bonus damage resistance. Oh, they took away the damage resistance from that one entirely. Okay, so now we're back to zero. So Marksman loses its damage resistance entirely while Knock Him Down is equipped. Awesome. And they took your knives away. Some of them. Some of them. While it has been refreshing to see Blade Barrage topping the PvE DPS charts, I agree. 
The base damage increase it received alongside 3.0's launch in combination with knock em down bonus knives have pushed it above where we're comfortable in a burst damage super living. So we're bringing down the bonus blade barrage knife count from five to three per wave. Now, this is what makes me angry, right? Because Titans, with your chess piece, you were the DPS kings for a while before 3.0 came out, right? You had a, you were top of the charge. You were either first or second in almost every DPS encounter, right? Sure. And they didn't nerf you guys at all. Instead, they brought other supers up to your level, hence the, the blade barrage, right? So they made other things stronger to match your DPS. But now that the hunter DPS is up there, we're getting nerfed. That's unfair. That's 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 favoritism, Bungie. That's favoritism. Your bias is showing, and you need to knock that stuff off. Knock him down. Golden Gun now provides 15% bonus damage, resistance to deadshot. Golden Gun and no longer provides bonus duration. And no longer provides 15% bonus damage resistance to Marksman Golden Gun. Blade Barrage. Blade Barrage bonus projectiles reduced from 5 to 3 per group. It now releases a total of 20 knives down from 24. With Solar, Solar 3 pointers released, we reduce the damage of Celestial Fire against enemy Guardians as a trade-off for increased long-range consistency. However... That change resulted in close-range melee duels, i.e. both players lunge at each other, failing to end in a trade because a base melee in combination with Celestial Fire only deals 190 damage. We're making a change to address that here. In cases where the auto-melee control binding system activates a projectile at melee close range, our goal is for that damage to be, at a minimum, equal to the base melee. And they don't say if this is specific to Celestial Fire, or specific to all three classes, but celestial fire. This is the it one looks that was like not, not doing enough damage. Yeah, it looks like it's limited to celestial fire, which is kind of upsetting. Because a throwing knife, if I'm in melee range and I throw a throwing knife and it hits you and it doesn't kill you, that's upsetting. Well, and I'm sure I mean, a titan does that do throwing enough? hammer. Does that do enough? I mean, I mean, they're bringing this one up because they're saying this did not match other close range melees. I would assume the rest of them do enough to do. To do a killing mm. blow, or, no. or 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 at least or at that second at that second go round, I don't know. I um I'll have to test our explosive knife, but I do know the strongest knife we have, which is the weighted one. Unless you have Arthurism Brace and it's powered up, no, is it Arthurism Brace? Yeah, Arthurism Brace is in base. That's okay. Okay, uh, yeah, but which one though? Because we have two of them. Whichever one makes the weighted throwing knife stronger. If you don't have that proct, you can't you can't one shot kill a guardian, right? If you body shot a guardian with the throwing knife without that, he's not going to die. If you crit him, he'll die, sure, but a body shot's not going to kill him. So if you're if you're in melee range and you just you you go to melee him, but you throw the throwing knife instead because it's binded to your keyboard like mine is, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna miss out on some damage because you threw a throwing knife instead of punching. So. So the nerf that you're not happy with, is that PvE or PvP? PvP. Because oh. I really enjoyed the throwing knives just having so much damage potential, you know? And don't get me wrong, we had to we had to build into it. It wasn't just part of the super. You had to build into it, which seemed like a fair trade-off, right? And then they nerfed it. 
You know, when you Titans were, were talking on, about the DPS. Yeah, the throwing knives. No, no, the, 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 that was a bra- that was a blade barrage nerf. They, they didn't touch throwing knives. I'm okay. confused. Blade barrage is or, a bunch or, of throwing knives. Sorry. <laughs> well, 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 well uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen a blade barrage. You, I mean, uh, oh, oh, it's, I've seen it's I've twenty seen throwing knives. Well, it used to be twenty-four <laughs> throwing knives. So, it's so I've 24. seen I've seen I've seen the twenty-four. I've seen the twenty-four variety. I've not seen the twenty variety yet. Yeah. Right. But um, no, that's what I'm upset about is the blade barrage, right? The blade, no, the blade barrage. barrage in PVE. Yes. Blade barrage in PVP. I'm assuming it's still going to be just as deadly. Yeah, Minus four yeah. knives isn't going to mean you're going to live. You know. So are they just going to be bringing it in line with other things? Are they though? We'll have to we'll have to watch Ascross's new damage testing come Christmas. But well, that's uh, why I'm asking the question: Are they bringing it in line with other things so that everything are kind of that, roughly that's equal what, with like that's their what DPS, yeah, or is it that, going to be brought down below something else? That then I'm thinking it's going to be brought down below. Below that's what that's what their goal is. I mean, I mean, they said their goal with this pass is to sort of tweak things to get them so they're at more of an equal baseline. Not to say they're the same, but that they're they're fewer outliers and they're sort of more similar. So when Strand comes in, they can say, "Here's the four classes we already have. Now Strand, let's balance sort of all these together without going. Oh, this is way too strong. That's way too weak. You know." So they're they're trying to sort of bring them doing it now. Yeah, they're trying to bring them more together. Again, not exactly, but yeah, they're trying to sort of group them to say. Well, that's yeah. There's an outlier. Let's whack that outlier down and let's um, boost all the arc warlocks up because they need all the help they can get. And um, yeah, see, and that's another thing. Because right now, blade, even right now, blade barrage and titan Superman. What is that even Thunder, called? Thunder crash. Thunder crash. Thunder crash. Your thunder crash is still really good for DPS. I mean. Our blade barrage going up to the top of the chart didn't nerf you in any way. You're still you're still up there with us, right? But now oh, we're being brought down to what sounds like below you. With, with with what they should have done is they should have empowered the warlock offensive melees in PVE to do more damage. You know, because everybody, yeah, fair enough. Everybody uses a well of radiance in in PVE. Cool, but for it's because. I bet if I bet if the warlocks flying swords did more damage, you'd see more of that in PvP or PVE. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say that's all you saw in PvP for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, I've seen all of those, sir, sir. <laughs> but as a warlock, for you warlocks out there, reach out to me, right? Because for a while, the best DPS you had was your Kamehameha, right? And then they nerfed yeah, that down due to its power and because of your uh, your boots, the exotic boots that empower that. Both of those got a nerf. So now you're coming. Why does something ha- have to have a DPS? Why can it not just be the support class? Why can it not just do this and something else do that? Because that's just, it. Have that's just it. Because that's all warlocks are is a support class right now, right? I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm advocating for warlocks right now, which is rare, right? So oh, right so now, warlocks. If you if you if you go into an encounter as a warlock, as anything other than a well lock, you're probably not going to get a whole lot of teams. I might be wrong. I'm not that into the warlock world scape or whatever. But you, you, nobody wants warlock DPS, right? Nobody. So what Bungie needs to do Warlock's instead of making weird. warlock a a, 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 a a class that only does support. Give them a good PVE damaging super. 
you know? Make their Nova Bomb last just hella long or do a hell of a lot of burst damage and every one of those orbs do more damage, right? Just give them something that's going to bring them up at least with one of their subclasses that's going to put them on the same level as Hunters and Titans for PvE super damage. Instead of bringing Hunters down, bring Warlocks up. That way you have at least one subclass of each one of the main classes that can do serious DPS damage in PvE. And I I'll say DPS damage is so important because, Night Demon, I do a lot of in-game activities. I do Grandmasters. I do raids. DPS is the most important thing. Right. So that's why I'm advocating DPS, to answer your question. No, but I don't think everything should be equal. Otherwise, we'll all just be all titans or all hunters. Well, it's That's not the equal. reason why we have the specific classes that they're all doing different things. Or they yeah, not equal, into though. other things a little bit more. No, but that's the whole thing. Bring, giving, giving the Warlocks one viable PvE super is not making them equivalent. It's giving them an option that's not just a well lock. There are options. What do you see in in-game activity besides a well lock? You don't have to be a well lock. You could do Nova Bomb. Yeah, but how often do people actually do that? In in-game activities, the survivability that a warlock provides, at least in the current sandbox, so what you're greatly saying, you're outweighs any DPS potential they can do. Rather than letting them do what they want to do. So everyone needs to stop relying on the warlocks to keep them alive. That's where that's where everyone needs a well lock because all the encounters need to have a well lock to be successful. Yeah. Or 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 to, you know, greatly increase I won't say I won't say need to be successful, but you know, to, to do things efficiently and to do things quickly, you need a well lock and or a bubble. You can do it without, but it's certainly a lot easier if you can just stand there and ignore damage for a while. Now, now imagine for a second, right? Imagine instead of having a, a well lock, right? You had their their blade bras, whatever they call their sun singer, sword slinger, whatever, right? Yeah. Whatever that's on break. Thank you. Day imagine break, if that break. did more damage, or imagine if they could throw their their void bomb, and the one that stays there in position and just does damage over time. Imagine if either one of those were put on the same level as Hunter and Titans. You wouldn't need a well lock because the damage phase would go by so fast. You wouldn't even have time to be killed. You see what it's I'm saying? The whole point, isn't it? They don't want things like that. That's why these things are being tuned. <sighs> Whatever. We're just All I'm saying them. is, instead of nerfing hunters, they could have buffed warlocks in some way, shape, or form to bring them up to our level. That's all I'm saying. Look, you want to disagree? To, you want to play devil's advocate? That's on you. No, but I, mean, I think instead of nerfing hunters on two of our subclasses, they could have at least brought warlocks up instead of nerfing I don't us. I think slice. it's a nerf. I think it's a slight change. I mean, to be fair, they did. It is a nerf, dude. Like... They are they they are literally reducing damage, dude. That is a nerf. No matter what kind of pretty language you want to use, it is a nerf, demon. And I'd like to point out that they did bring warlocks up in like every single place. So yeah, we'll, but we'll, not we'll, not we'll, DPS wise. We'll, we'll we'll get to that, but just not DPS wise. Anyway. So. I distracted yeah, I mean, you from all of this. So Void. Again, starting with Void Hunters. Well, Void has maintained a solid position why, in PvE since Void 3.0 was released. What does this have to do with Hunters? This has nothing to do with Hunters. Oh, because it had the Hunter shield, or the Hunter symbol. <laughs> uh, pretty pictures, got it. Pictures, yeah, yay! Uh, well, that and Hunters can give over shields now, if you don't know. Um, no, impossible. Can't be done. <laughs> 
Uh, actually, uh, the two Titans I was doing the 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 GMs with, he's like, "Why do I have an overshield?" I'm like, "I gave it to you." He goes, "You could do that, yeah." <laughs> That's what the Grafalcon does, dude. He goes, "Oh wow, so yeah, we can do that now." Uh, anyway, uh, while Void has maintained a solid position in PVE since Void 3.0's release, the survivability benefit of Void overshields didn't quite land where we intended due to a bug. We're fixing that bug in Season 19, which should increase the Overshield's viability as a protection tool in high-level PvE. Void Overshield fixed an issue where the Overshield was only providing a 25% PvE-only damage resistance to the Overshield rather than the intended 50%. So the so Void Overshields, since launch, have only been providing half as much protection as they should have been in PvE. <laughs> that explains and a now, lot, actually. Now it makes so much sense why when Solar came out, it felt like you were an absolute unkillable god. Like, Void was good, but Solar was so much better for survivability, especially on the Titan. Now it makes sense. I mean, well, I, because you have classy restoration, it's actively healing you all the time. No, 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 just restoration. We, we were not classy. We were never classy. We were just That's restoration, true. and it had a flaming helmet to do it for us. That's true. Yes. I mean, I mean, Void, I mean Void was good. And survivability, but now it makes sense why solar was so much better. Uh, yeah, because it was broken from launch. And um, I mean, at least they're fixing it, I guess. At least they're telling us about it. But wow, Void's about to get half better with an overshield. 50% <laughs> better, yeah. And that means the shields that I give you guys will be better too. Because whenever, because the, the shields that hunters give you guys, you guys can hold on to it. I don't know if you know that, right? So what it does is it gives you a buff. What do you buff. mean by hold on to that? So what? So if I kill something while I'm invisible, everybody around me gets a passive overshield buff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I forgot the name. It's a name that you'll see in the bottom of your screen. It's in gold, right? I think it just is it not just void overshield? No, no, it's, no, not? it's not. It's it's not even anything. It doesn't give you. It just says overshield. Something overshield, like 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 a passive overshield or. God, it says something over shield that lets you know it's in standby waiting for you to use it, right? So in order to use this overshield, all you have to, at any point in time you want, you just use your class ability, and that also activates the overshield. Which it already does. I mean, on a Titan at least, I throw, that, I throw my wall down, I get the overshield. That's it. I don't need any, any other help right. with it. On a Warlock, though, they throw down their rift, they get an overshield. A Hunter, a Hunter dodges, now he gets an overshield when he dodges, right? So, and not every class, not every class gives you an overshield when you drop a, when you drop a barrier, does it? Does every, it? Every, every void class does. Oh. When, yeah. although I, yeah, I, well, I does your arc uh, class? Cause most people right now in end game well, PVE are using arc. Titans. Every void, void class does. Cause it's a void okay. overshield. So yeah, if you're void, yes. No, if you're arc, no, you will not get the void overshield on arc. Unless okay. you're giving well, it to a bison I'm giving void. you arc Titans a void overshield. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you're running void. Yeah. Yes. Running void. You can give void overshield. No, as an arc titan, I cannot give you a void overshield. Sorry. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, the first kind of buff for warlocks. Voidwalker is also in a place we're pretty comfortable with across all modes. Mm, but Vortex Nova Bomb currently doesn't feel like it provides a meaningful enough benefit with its pull effect to make it a compelling choice over the Cataclysm variant. We've also observed players frequently undershoot. 
their intended target in Crucible, especially if that target is moving quickly. We've made a few targeted changes here to address this, but we'll be keeping an eye on it going forward to make sure it's hitting the mark. Nova Bomb Vortex. Increased initial projectile speed by 21%. It now moves one-fifth faster, ladies and gentlemen. It has increased the radius of the inward pull on impact by approximately 17%. I don't know how big the radius is. That doesn't seem like much. And increased the strength of the inward pull on impact by approximately 20%. So Bungie is making this an ad clear super, right? This is what I was talking about. Is this good for ad clear? Sure. Should you be using it for ad clear? Probably not, you know? If they made this, if they gave it like a 20% buff to damage against bosses, that would have been a meaningful damage change. That that could have that could have done a lot for this particular super, but they didn't. For Sentinel, I mean, it's not terrible for damage because of the damage over time with it. But yeah, I mean, it's not it's not as it's not going to top the charts, but it's not bad to drop on a boss and just drain the damage too, just instead of Nova Bomb on them. Again, not that it's your best shot, but yeah. it's not nothing. I think. Uh, oh God, I'd have to go back. Don't take my word for this, but I think that somebody did a damage chart, and the the against the boss, the Vortex Nova Bomb did less damage than art grenades if that tells you anything uh i think it was by astacross too check it out check out his supers and whatnot because astacross did one where it also brought in your new uh titan arc nades and yeah it did less damage than the arc nades for sentinel titans in season 19 we're making a change to shield bash to make its suppression effect more consistent when the user impacts a fast-moving target in PvP, just a fast-moving target? So you can't hit, like, a, a, a sitting still target and suppress them? Well, you can hit them. It just maybe it suppresses, maybe it doesn't, because hit registration is garbage. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. On, on, on all the shoulder charge, shield bash, hammer bash, hit registration is pull a slot machine and hope for the best. Jeez. Its current implementation results in too many whiffs on quick target on quick targets especially mm-hmm. while the target is airborne shield bash yep. improved no shield bash that's not your throwing one is it this is your this is your melee yeah it's, it's a shoulder it's a shoulder charge, shoulder charge on void okay uh your shield bash improved reliability of applying suppression that's all doesn't give you a percentage doesn't give you details that's Hopefully it. you should actually work, and maybe you could actually make contact with the thing you're trying to hit. Mm. Maybe not. Who knows? So, this is the Hunter nerf. Now, am I upset about this? Yes. Could this have been worse? Also, yes. So, a little bit of devil's advocate here. I'll let you know why I'm angry, but why I didn't so bad. All right. So, Void 3.0's release. We made a significant change to both Shadow Shot Super Variants. Deadfall Shadow Shot received a larger pull on impact, and Mobius Quiver was reworked entirely. We're pretty happy with the Mobius Quiver's hybrid burst slash debuff role, but it's currently too good on the one side of that role. We want to push Mobius, Mobius Quiver further away from Deadfall's role as the long-duration debuff tool by reducing its tether lifetime. 
while simultaneously increasing tether lifetime of the Deadfall Shadow Shot. As we previously announced in Season 19, the damage bonus provided by Divinity is being reduced. As such, we, I'm sorry, which we hope will make Deadfall Shadow Shot a more attractive option for situations like boss damage phases. Shadow Shot Deadfall increased tether anchor lifetime when triggered from 8 seconds to 12 seconds. That is a 50% bonus to the time that your dead shot is going to be active. So they it's only 12 time. seconds, but it's, it's, it's 12 seconds. seconds instead of 8, right? Not bad. Not the greatest, but not bad. What they also need to do is they need to make the dead shot tether instantaneous instead of that 15-minute delay before it <laughs> spiders out and grabs things. I can write an essay of why it's so slow in the time it takes it to actually anchor out to things. Speaking speaking of taking a long time and, and not doing well against fast-moving targets in PvP. <laughs> <laughs> right? Even slower-moving targets in PvP. Whenever I do use this in PvE, and I rarely do, right? Obvious. I had to learn real quick not to shoot it at them. I had to shoot it at my feet where I knew he was coming and pray to God that it tethered out before he killed me. And nine times out of 10, he would kill me and then it would tether out. I was like, oh my God, this is so dumb. Whatever. Where they're going to be, not where they are. Right. Shadow shot Mobius quiver. Reduce tether anchor lifetime when triggered from eight seconds to six seconds. Now, this is a little upsetting. Now, granted, I will give you this. The Shadow Shot primarily is a burst DPS super. I'll give you that, and it does great at what it does. It's phenomenal, burst damage DPS. Even when you're only using the two shots instead of the three, right? It's amazing. But it was also good having those little ten tendrils go out and weaken champions, for example, which I've noticed since I've been doing a lot of GMs the last two weeks, and I've been doing it as a Void Hunter. The tendrils on champions are so helpful in GMs when you're trying to take out, oh, I don't know, two shield uh two 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 shield champions and two overload champions at the same time. Just whatever. It's just it, it was really, really helpful. And I think them reducing it. I don't I don't I don't like that. But I understand what they're doing. I just think it's dumb. They could have let that alone and just increased dead shot, but whatever. <sighs> There's an elephant in the room parody. Did you know that? There is. So, so why? What's the difference between the Mobius Quiver and the Deadshot for someone who or Deadfall? Deadfall, not... you shoot the one arrow, it makes the bubble, right? And the bubble spiders out, and it does okay. two things: it gives everything a debuff, and it shares damage, right? So as you're yeah, laying into a champion, depressing. all the little red bars that are also attached, their health is going tick, 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 going down while they're tethered, right? So that's what it does. Shared damage, debuff at the same time. And it's got a okay. big, big, big range. The range is okay. what makes it really good, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so, it, so it, it's sort of like the like the Nova bomb of I'm going to sit this here and you walk into it and get damaged. But it also, you know, it'll grab you and pull you in. And the other one is, I'm going to chase you down and shoot arrows at you. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but the arrows is uh, two three-arrow bursts, right? And uh, the bursts do just a lot of damage. And they have a smaller radius tendril. And I, um, I don't think they share damage. 
I don't think these tens will share damage. I think it's just the debuff. Uh, I'll I'll actually have to go back and check because I yeah. don't think they do. I don't think they yeah. do. I don't think they yeah, share it's a, damage. Yeah, as a dead yeah a deadfall at least they say. So for deadfall, you know the void void anchors fired from shadow shot pulls you toward the impact point, then becomes the traps and wait for prey. Your void anchors have increased range and last longer, and the Mobius quiver. Fire two volleys of arrows, you know, fire two volleys of three void arrows that seek nearby targets. Shadow Shot makes targets volatile and in deals increased damage to tethered targets. Defeating the tethered targets creates an orb of power. Yes. Yes. And with the um uh the Mobius the Mo, the Mobius Quiver exotic. Actually, it's the exotic for both. And there's two exotics for them. Um you have the Orpheus Rigs. The Orpheus Rigs for the Deadfall, right? The more things you have tethered and the more things that you kill while tethered, the more super you get back up to a certain point towards your next super. It refunds your super the more things you catch with your deadfall, right? With the uh, Mobius Quiver, you get an an extra volley. Yeah, you get an extra volley of arrows, which is phenomenal DPS. And then the other one, which is actually for any super, but works well with these as well, is the starter scales, right? Starter scales doesn't do much for the deadfall except for the initial impact shot, but for the uh, Mobius Quiver, it, it increases the damage overall for those two shots to make it almost as strong as the three-shot variant without having to wear the Orpheus Rigs. So, yeah, that's that in a nutshell. Yeah, there is that elephant in the room. And and we know we as Bungie know invisibility is a current severe pain point in high level PvP. Lies. And, and while we have uh, while we have no plans to announce today, they are looking at a long term solution to address the difficulty encountering you know full teams of invisible night stalkers. They've made a few changes, and this is where I went looking. They say we've made a few changes to, in updates six double zero four and six one zero to make refreshing invisibility more punishing by implementing a radar ping loop to give victims a better chance of at least understanding which direction the attacker will be coming from. But we don't believe we've addressed the point strongly enough. We're, you know, basically they're looking at additional solutions to make invisible players less frustrating to fight against, but without prompt, without compromising their elusive gameplay style. So if you're actually looking for what Bungie's talking about, you're going to need to find uh, updates 4004, not 6004, and 410, not 610. Because that's in the part where Bungie decided to change their patch notes numbering. They went from 4.1.5.2 to 6.2.0. So if you went looking for these past past patch notes going, Bungie, what are you talking about? You'll never find them. So 4.004 and 4.1.0 for March and May of this year is what they're talking about. And then the first one is when they when they touched uh, your targets with void invisibility active now pings a radar for 0.6 seconds every 3 seconds until your invisibility ends. Your normal radar visibility rules still apply. Don't double jump, don't sprint, it's going to ping the radar. And in May, they tweaked it to say the loop now begins after five seconds instead of three seconds. And they did you know, just a couple other tweaks with the, uh, the second radar ping. You can increase that, decrease that in certain situations with certain exotics on. Again, it's out there in the patch, note, patch notes for 410 from May if you want to go read all the details on that. But if you are looking for, I wanted to sort of point that out where Bungie says, hey, go find these patch notes. And they don't exist because Bungie renumbered all of them. (laughs) 
But the invisibility is a thing they're looking at, but my guess is they'll probably wait until Strand comes out and then again address everything in the big sandbox. So Ark, Ark is here, Ark is back, Ark is new, and we're monitoring Ark. Which is basically, you know, it's still new, they're still looking at the feedback, data coming in. Um, but there's there's one, there's, there's just one, there's one little outlier that, that maybe, maybe you've noticed, Respawn, maybe, maybe you've seen in-game, Touch of Thunderstorm Grenades. There's one, one, one little thing that, that people <laughs> I'm not going to say is the, is, is the year is the D1 Gallahorn requirement for any activity at this point. Um, but they're, they're, they've noticed that this, this is a, it's a thing a lot of people are using. So they're saying their intention was to make you know, your striker Titan, your, your grenade centric class. That was the, the code of the earth shaker was your old top tree striker Titan that had the magnitude perk, which just gave you, you know, two grenades as a build. You couldn't, you could not get three grenades with the armamentarium, but you could, you could just have two grenades as a top tree striker, period, full stop. The storm grenade, their idea was, you know, they wanted to sort of grab some players who were bunkered down and force them to move, you know, push them out of cover, push them out of zones, give you some zone control. But it lasts too long. And when you're using it in PvP, the it friend does versus. so much damage, too. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're using a PvP, it's a little hard to tell. Is that a friendly storm grenade or an angry storm grenade? And is it going to kill me? And this is so, what I thought was ridiculous right here. Before you get into it, like, who thinks, who thinks it's a good idea to jump through a storm grenade, right? It's just like enemy storm grenade, friendly storm grenade. It's a storm grenade. Leave it. I don't even want to roll those dice, dude. Mm-mm. Just look yeah, for the red sure. ring on the floor. If there's a red ring, don't go near it. <laughs> oh, the red ring. With the hordes. You know who has problems with red colors? okay you specifically don't give me anything but but to be fair you also don't play pvp so you're safe i play it sometimes dude i play more than y'all give me credit for i just don't i don't stream that stuff well that's fair we give you no credit so more than that is understandable (laughs) i know you've just moved away from talking about void but i was just thinking about it what about just removing Mm -hmm. invisibility from pvp Mm, then you'd have to fight about a lot of other stuff about just to remove from PvP. Like we've if had this, we've had this before. problem. Why don't we just bring invisible. back you being able to to make custom games, knives only, freaking hand cannons only, shotguns only, or, no invis or invis only, whatever. Right? Bring back custom an exotic games dude. to a titan or a warlock or a hunter that, when triggered, you can detect people that are invisible. Do something that can help. Well, that's my question. Remove it. Like, could I still use the Rat I King? I'm okay with invisible? putting it on an exotic. Just... Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, I suppose you still got the Rat King in there as well, which is also yeah, we, going to be a bit of a problem. Yeah, well, that was my question. Is like, you know, you know, would you remove it entirely or just remove it from subclass-based reasons? You know, if you want to run a Rat King, more power to you. You know, that's, yeah. you know, that's the trade-off you get with that power fantasy of you can be invisible, but you have to use a Rat King. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, let's be honest. PvP needs some love attention care looking after shacks shacks and the drifter need to like form a union or something and get some attention on their game modes because they're not i i'm i'm really hoping that bungie has like a huge like pvp rework coming in lightfall that they're sort of like 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 they're sort of like maybe purposely holding a little close to the chest because they know no matter what they say they're going to get screamed at by everyone mm-hmm. so I'm, re- I'm really hoping well, there's something season there 19 isn't it it's meant to be the change for pvp 
Yeah, but I'm hoping I'm hoping there's more. I'm hoping like, you know, the big change is coming. The big love, like, hey, here's a slew of new maps, or here's a plan yeah, for all of our I mean, new maps. You know, there's there's like a you know a roadmap of hey, you're getting a new dungeon every you know, every big drop. Hey, you're getting a new PvP map every big drop, you know, something. I'm not saying or that's just what to turn the maps that they took out. The maps that they right? took out to work on for yeah. Gambit, for PvP, get them worked on and put back in the game. Hire, hire a couple of map guys. We can do it. I believe in us. You got a lot of Sony money, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we but I'm totally with it's easy as that. Yeah, but I'm totally with some Spider-Man I, maps, dude. We are we got actually actually okay, I was joking about it, but seriously, if we have you know the 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 string stuff coming in where we uh, can strand strand where we can Spider-Man across the city, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll absolutely bring in a Spider-Man map. Hell yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, you know? No, first we're going to do our Ghostbuster Gambit crossover. Then you can have your Spider-Man map. Okay. Yeah, I, season I, 19, I in all seriousness, is the crucible change where they're changing the seal, isn't it? The At the end of this season, that's being retired, the unbroken mm -hmm. seal. And we're getting a new seal and rework, apparently, to crucible. Yeah, maybe some reason to play competitive ever, except for that one weekly challenge. Maybe. Maybe. But one thing they're definitely doing that I can definitely assure you of is the touch of thunderstorm grenade. Our friend, your friend, or maybe not your friend. It's hard to tell in PVP. <laughs> they're going to decrease the touch of stumber. Let's try that again. They're going to decrease the touch of thunders storm grenade base roaming duration from five seconds to four seconds. So they're bringing it down by a second. They're decreasing the bonus lifetime granted by the spark of magnitude to the enhanced storm grenade from two seconds to a second and a half. And they're updating the friend or foe visual language. Basically, when you're in PvP, if you can see the color red or you know see all the colors as they appear, the storm of the storm of the touch of thunder storm grenade, the lightning strike basically blinks on and off between strikes to indicate whether it's friendly or not. But the cloud itself didn't have an indicator. So now that the ring will be persistent and sort of say I'm a friendly grenade or not. And the actual cloud will have a VFX layer applied to it to say, I'm a friendly cloud. I'm the cloud. Trust me. All your data is safe here. Or I'm going to kill you. Run away very fast. So should be a little easier to tell. Did you know that about that VFX thing? Did I know which part of it? About like if it's blink, if the cloud is blinking, it's friendly. Or if it's not blinking, it's dangerous. Did you know that? I did not know that. That seems like information we should know. I just knew that the, the 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 angry red cloud was not a good one, and the the friendly bluer cloud was a friendly one. I don't know. To, to be honest, I'm sort of with you. If there's a storm grenade nearby and I didn't throw it, I'm very suspicious of it, no matter what. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not rolling those dice, dude. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't don't trust it. It's not good times. Right. Uh, the ballistic slam for the Titans, which is the one where you jump up in the air after sprinting, you jump and you smash into the ground, dealing damage to nearby enemies. Bungie says, we feel like it's doing well in PvP, but it's too weak in PvE. So they're going to give it a 16% damage boost to combatants. The nades? PvE. No, 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 no. The melee. The ballistic slam melee. Oh. We've moved on. We've moved on from the storm grenade. Okay, the, storm, okay. the storm grenade, we're, we're, we're going to touch it, put it in the corner and say, cool out storm grenade, you've had, your, you've had your time. But our ballistic slam, which is you know not the shoulder charge, it's the jump up in the air and slam down. That they're basically going to give a 16% PvE only boost to. PvP stays untouched and really 
Um, unless you're playing the one map in PvP and trying to like smash people with it when the game starts with your Doom Marchers on, uh, nobody uses it. Or at least nobody that I've seen really. Fair. So hunters, arc hunters. So they had a primary goal with arc 3.0 to increase the viability of arc strider in high level PVE content. And it's, and they feel it's doing pretty well, but the nerf to the tempest strike in arc 3.0 makes it too difficult to justify over your lethal current or flow state. So we're going to give it a PVE buff. So tempest strike, they're going to give a 30% PVE buff to. And what is tempest strike versus the other ones? Do you know offhand? I didn't make notes on that. Tempest Strike is the new one that we have where we can throw it like a spear. Oh, good. Yeah, no, that that's perfect. A 30% PvE buff sounds amazing because there is nothing funnier than watching hunters stick those things to bosses and they run around like stuck dogs with the giant arc staff sticking out of them doing damage. It's beautiful. Thanks, it's John. perfect. I love it. Check. I'm rocking it right now. Let me double check. Uh, yeah. Nope, nope. Temper, hmm, temper strike? Hold on, that's not even a super. Stand by. What the hell is temper strike? Something an arc hunter can do? I wouldn't know. Is it a fragment? Is it an aspect? <clears throat> Something that's on your arc strider right kit? <clears throat> Talking about that with 90 minutes earlier, it'd be nice to find like basic information about this game. It just sometimes that's hard to come by. Yeah, our spear is gathering storm. Our arc staff is just arc staff. <laughs> oh, temper strike! Oh, 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 temper strike is the third blow when you have the arc staff. So you go one, two, and then you do a uh, a straight palm, which is the tempest strike, right? Uh, okay, okay. okay. So, so, so it's part of that super. Just as you chain it, like, like with the, yeah. with the titan sh shield bash, like you punch, punch, and then do that like big smash at the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, and then uh, Tempest Strike. One, two, and then Tempest Strike. Yeah. Well, that's not nearly as funny, but still good that it's getting a PvE buff. That's excellent. <laughs> Darn. Well, because right now, Gathering Storm is just so powerful for no reason. So, yeah. No, in every reason. It has all the reasons. Yeah, it has yeah, all I'm the not, reasons. I'm not here to question it. It's too strong. So, <laughs> Warlocks. Oh, oh, our dear our dear Warlock children. Our, our child of the old and the new gods. Um... They've gotten lots and lots of feedback about Stormcaller's potency in PvE and PvP since Arc 3.0. And uh, they, your Arc Lock doesn't really have a place in high-level PvE at all, especially when you've got Child of the Old Gods, Bleak Watcher Turrets, or uh, Well of Radiance as options. So, I mean, good other options, just not if you want to be an Arc, an arc Warlock. So, with the Arc 3.0 rework, they did take the Arc the arc souls in PVE from 25 to 35 damage. So they gave it a little bit of a buff, but that's not nearly enough. So they're going to take the arc soul in PVE only PVE, not the crucible from 35 to 60 damage. So they've taken it from 25 at a starting point to 35 now up to 60 damage in PVE. So that should make it a little more friendly, a little more viable. Also, the, the Lightning Surge, which is basically the when you're sliding, you can activate your charge melee to blink forward, calling down a lightning strike that jolts targets as you rematerialize. Mm -hmm. Use that thing in Trials. It's great fun with Astacross's build. Mixing that with a Dead Messenger, it is a beautiful thing. That's way too good, because why would you ever choose anything other than Lightning Surge? So because of that, they're going to take the other two melees 
your ball lightning, they're going to increase the travel range from 27 and a half to 35 meters. And your chain lightning, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 These are warlock only changes. Yep. And then your chain lightning melee, they're going to increase the damage in PVE only by 50%. Here's a 50%, 50%, 50% damage increase in PVE. Because, yeah, why would you use anything other than I can slide and call down lightning? Because it's just silly otherwise. <laughs> and, and, and to respond's point earlier, the Kamehameha Chaos Reach is too weak in PvE, in PvE, I'm sorry, in PvE, in PvP, in PvM, in PV everything. It's just too weak. Mm-hmm. It was a menace in PvP in Season 15, so they did tune it a little bit in the 30th Anniversary Pass. But now they're going to tune it again, so it sort of will sit closer in the super tier list, closer to like your Blade Barrage and your Silence and Squall cooldowns. So they're reducing, this is one, they're not changing the damage at all, but they're reducing the base cooldown of your Chaos Reach from 9 minutes and 16 seconds to 7 minutes and 35 seconds. That's cool, but they haven't increased the damage, though. I mean, yay! Better cooldown! Huzzah! Right, right. so yeah, I mean, so it'll come up quicker, you could use it more often... But yeah, I mean, is it gonna is it gonna help your straight DPS numbers? No. Can no. you use it more often in PVE? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and this will now if you want to think way way back to 2021 in November 2021, Bungie told us about these super tiers that I swear they have not touched on or mentioned ever again since then. So they basically this takes it from a tier four a tier two super to a tier four super where it, where right now it sort of sits alongside Nova Warp and Daybreak as your options for you know how fast you get your super back and like bungie says it moves it up like to blade barrage and silence and squall to a much quicker refresh so you know when the silence and squall and the blade barrages come in your chaos reach should be up you know more closer to that point versus like your nova warp Hmm. and and yeah so november 18th 2021 and their twab is when they talked again feels like a million years ago now they had a whole list of super tiers and how fast each tier will go so if you're sort of curious where things sit across the board they have a whole, they have a whole list and a whole chart of you know just how how fast everything. Basically, your your fastest tier was your Well of Radiance, which was a tier five. And then your slowest tiers to come back were your Spectral Blades, Fist of Havoc, Hammer of Soul, Glacial Quake, and Winter's Wrath. So you can use your Chaos Reach more often, which you know, again, like Respawn said, not a damage boost, but at least you get it back quicker. So you know, hopefully, it'll be something you just have up more often. Yeah. And now we come to our icy boys with a drunken toddler of a Titan. there standing there going, I don't know how to use my super. I just lunge at things and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nice to see the warlocks getting some help because it, it either feels like they are just overpowered super gods of the world, or why would you play it? Cause it's just been beaten down so far. It's not worth it. So maybe again, this will sort of bring it into line. The only thing that really concerns me is when you kind of get into a build and you play with it so much that you're so used to it, and then Bungie go and mm-hmm. tweak these little things that then kind mm-hmm. of upset like a, a PvE player, and it kind of, I don't know, you know, upsets the equilibrium of what you're kind of doing. I mean, pretty much for the same for PvP as well. It's like when they move things on the director. I still want to go to the wrong place for Gambit and Crucible sometimes because for years it was in a certain spot and my brain has locked into that movement. Same thing yeah. with the PvE builds. Oh, I had this lovely gameplay loop and now you've gone and disrupted it on me. I mean, the restoration thing wasn't too bad with the Laurelly Splendor. I mean, I did feel it this season. I was like, 
okay, I'm not surviving as much as I should. Maybe I should not be standing in the same pool of everything. <laughs> Maybe but, I should walk yeah. up to this GM boss and just kick him in the knee and go, ha ha. <laughs> I now regret not doing my Shattered Throne run last season. Oh, yep. Yep. Well, hey, I mean, I mean, they're going to improve your void overshield by half. So maybe that's maybe that's the answer. You'll be more more tinky as a void titan now. I mean, as a void everything now. I mean, I always look forward to all the changes. It's it is nice to get a refresh of the game. Basically, I'm happy not to have bought this game seven years ago and go, well, I don't play it because now it's seven years old and hasn't changed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it does change. I mean, New things come, old things go. New things go, old things come back. Yep. I think response that's the only other bad nerfs, thing. Response better about hunter nerfs. Yes, hunters should never, <laughs> ever, ever be nerfed in this game. Full stop. That's the only other bad thing, isn't it? Kind of try and explain to people how to get into the game and how things work, and then literally two weeks later, things change. And especially if you're kind of not on the level of reading the 12 every week you just play the game mm-hmm. and it's like they change it and you're like okay it's not working how as i intended it to be but it's you know it just confuses players sometimes yeah, yeah like this- can you imagine having a build where you got your grenades back super fast and then the exotic which helped you achieve this like for titans your heart of innermost light right that gets nerfed and now you come back with that same build six months later and you're noticing your abilities are not coming back like they used to, <laughs> you know, and you have yeah. no idea why. What's going on? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, and just and just honestly, I mean, trying to get into this game. I mean, that's why that's why we sort of try to at least you know give some love and care to to new light players and you know Gator and others and a couple other folks have done like you know new light guides and because yeah, I mean, go, going going and saying, hey, how do I do this quest? It's totally different, or maybe not in the game anymore. From you know, hey, all these videos I found about it. Even just trying to find, I've been trying to find like what all of the current crucible modes are in this game, and you know, and the rules, and you know, what you know, sort of what kind of matchmaking, what are the rules, how many points do you play to, how many players. Finding basic information about this game, even from Bungie, is very difficult. Like it just yeah. isn't there. Like like nowhere is there a list of here's all the current PvP modes in the game. I mean, and this expands well past PvP to all other parts of it, but just, you know, what are the current rules of Gambit? Like, can I go to Bungie.net and say, hey, here's what this game type is. Here's here's the brief overview of what it is and how to play it. What are the different modes? Are there different modes? Just, you know, basic information is hard to find. So let alone trying to play this and go, what are all these moving pieces and why are they all different now? Momentum control or momentum is where you get your supers and abilities back super fast, right? No. Yes. Momentum or, or oh, no, momentum, yeah. No, no, you, no, you don't get them back super fast. It's only if you're kind of getting kills. Yeah. One momentum. of these, your super comes back in in seconds instead of minutes. It's mayhem. 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 Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, mayhem imagine, is super fast. Imagine supers. coming back and mayhem has been introduced. Right. You go into PvP. And you're getting supered left, right, and center, and have no idea what's going on. You know, you, you, you're trying you're trying to come in for weapon play, and you're getting arc staffed, freaking nova bomb. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, heck, I mean, try picking up this game as someone new to it, going, oh, well, the control playlist that seems to be the big one. You, you're sort of shoving in my face. Hey, here's the thing you should go play. Here's how you should get into this, and walking into it in its current state right now. Mm. I, I wouldn't wish that on any new player. 
or right. any player for that matter. Or any player. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's just, a whole other. Yeah, that's maybe that's what we'll do come the come the end of the year when when Bungie stops putting out twelves. We'll, we'll do the big. How in the world do you play this as a new player? Or here's <laughs> one long respawn rant about all the things that could should be better. So uh, on last night's stream, I was talking about exactly this. And the whole Squirrel. reason for that for that comment, no, no, this is exactly about this. Shut up. L- l- let's see where it goes. Yeah, um, about the new player thing. And remember how we had the discussion about you know it's it's the adventures of AC three, and you know it's it's supposed to be like for veterans, hilarious because you know veterans already know what's going on, while also being a tutorial for the new players coming in, right? And uh, it's just I went to go I went to go start drawing this, and a I realized that I am nowhere near the artist that night demon is and even drawing something <laughs> as simple as stick figures with a butt who, cape who, a cloak or a freaking is. a freaking uh a, a trench coat is pretty freaking hard man <laughs> much less telling a story so it's like that's exactly what i want to do and i just I, I need to draw better to do exactly what you what you're talking about i just wanted to have a, a comic an ongoing comic strip to do exactly what you're describing right now parody you don't need to draw better. Let me introduce you. Not introduce you, because I'm sure you see it to xkcd.com. No. Harness. Oh, is that the wait. stick figure fighting thing? Have, have, have you really? Wait, wait. Have, have, have you really never heard of xkcd.com? Is that the one where they have stick figure combat? I mean, there are comics about combat. Combat. Then, so, no. X, X, yeah, it's X kcd.com is a very long running uh comic that is about all things nerdery science technology but his art style is stick figures stick figures with hair stick figures with coats i mean it's a very basic art style that's been running for a billion years you just need to do a couple stick figures put some hair on them give them give them different shields or something and you're good you're done there you go not not all of us can I'm 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 a little bit shocked that I'm introducing you to XKCD in year of our internet 2022. Yeah, it's a little no. surprising to me. I build the internet. I, I don't have a long history of using said internet. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I've been here since the dark ages. Welcome, sir. <laughs> Welcome to the internet. Take a look around. Yeah, right. Like so, it wasn't so stasis. Until... Yeah, stasis, <laughs> right? In in honor of trying not to have nineteen men edit this show for sixteen hours, so stasis that that's the thing we were going to talk about. It was very strong when Beyond Light came out. Very strong, mm. and they've nerfed it a number of times. Update three two zero three and three four zero, which are correct, and you can go find on Bungie.net if you're looking for them. But unfortunately, because it was so strong and freezing was super irritating to play against in Crucible, um, it it's now you know lagging a little bit behind the power the power. Um, of all the rest of the things in the sandbox, all the other things got their three O reworks and and buffs, and now uh, Stasis is just kind of there. And uh, Bungie needs to sort of reassess the role of Stasis now that they sort of brought it into line. It's now the you know dark step stepchild over there in the corner. It's poor poor only dark subclass. So they're going to make a a number of changes, and we'll see how these play out. For first off, for slow, for you know right now slow. It did too much and it penalized too many facets of your gameplay. I mean, like when it came out, like it, it, it disrupted how you shot. It disrupted your aim. Like it was just a nightmare to play against. So they've nerfed it and nerfed it and nerfed it. And now it's sort of too weak in the current sandbox. It's basically just a stepping stone to freeze. 
doesn't really, you know, slows you down a little bit, as the name would imply, but with all the increased movement speed, doesn't really do what it should. So they're increasing when you are stasis slowed, it's going to increase your movement speed penalty while slowed by 10%, which is to say it's going to, you know, slow you down by 10 more percent. The cold snap grenades, um, much like the, you know, the Nova bomb that you're throwing and missing your targets with, mm. it was unreliable and would fail to track even slow moving targets. You throw on the mm-hmm. ground and it would go, there's someone over there. I'm going to go over here with this bunny rabbit and see what he wants. Mm-hmm. So this is one where Bungie's like, we're going to watch this really closely because they're very worried about becoming too strong in PVP again. But basically, they're going to take Cold Snap's Seeker. It can now adjust its trajectory for up to a half a second after it's created, rather than basically the moment you throw it, it would immediately find a target and travel toward their last known position. Now it sort of has an extra half second to go, okay, where's that target? Let me head toward them. So it should actually, you know, seek the target versus just, you know, go toward nothing and expire. So your grenade will actually hopefully be a grenade again. Uh, your Your Dusk Field Grenade basically it doesn't punish players in its area of effect who escape it too quickly. You toss that dust field grenade, the, you know, the, the hunter dodges out of it, the Titan jump jets out of it and the warlock floofs out of it. And then you go, well, that was a waste of a grenade. So they're going to increase the slow stack application rate on players by 13%. So PVP, it's going to slow you 13% quicker. PVE, no change. And again, stasis, our good friend stasis, Due to its potency at launch, it had a number of aspects with only a single fragment slot, particularly on our poor downtrodden Revenant Hunters. Those mm-hmm. poor guys that had, had such a hard time with their Shatter Dive and their, and their Silence and Squall. They had a really Man, you, rough You're making at, a joke right stasis. now, but you can, you can land the Shatter Dive on a person himself and he will not freaking die. They well, over-nerfed it to, well, to, right. to, to oblivion. Oh no, no, no! I, I agree, and this is Bungie agreeing that yeah, we they nerfed they nerfed everything in stasis down to the ground. So they're you know while they're not touching Shatter Dive, they're at least going to give your your Revenant Hunter Winter Sh- Winter Shroud, which is your dodging slows nearby targets. They're going to give you another fragment slot to play with, so it's going from one to two, so you can put something else in there. Yeah. Same thing on the Behemoth Titan, your Cryoclasm, which is the after sprint you can slide for a really long time, which also shatters the stasis crystals or frozen targets nearby, they're giving that one a second fragment slot as well. So you can, you know, build build into that versus, you know, choose your favorite fragments. So at least I'll have another fragment to play with. Well, yeah, no, okay. So actually, I don't think you're giving this enough credit where it's due. And this is me talking about Bungie. I know, I know, calm uh, down. Hold, uh, hold uh, on. Uh, oh, I'm absolutely not because... The Titan is a drunken toddler, and I will never understand the stasis, the stasis super or subclass with a Titan. But no, absolutely. Yeah, but j- just think for a second. Every class, Titan, Hunter, Warlock, every class is going to get an additional slot to play with. Well, just, just Hunter and Titan. Oh, that's right. No, because Warlock's already had more than we did. You're right. Disregard. But that that one additional slot can change build crafting for those two classes tremendously mm-hmm. we could potentially have a comeback of stasis with the addition of that one slot only you know you know i mean that's what sort of their hope is they want to bring stasis you know and have it be a viable thing again versus you could throw up leak watcher turrets and maybe that's about it Ooh, those things 
<laughs> yeah. So, so our warlock shade binder, our shade binder, good, good warlock buddy. You know, one of the, one of the places that's in a good spot, you know, shade binder is in a good place. And while glacial harvest is very potent, it's a hard choice over your ice flare bolts, your bleak watcher, or your frost pulse, possibly due to its long cooldown. So the glacial harvest, that's the one where you freeze targets. It creates your stasis shards around the frozen target and higher tier combatants create more shards. And they're saying, you know, it has a long cooldown. So is that the shards that give you back melee energy? Those shards? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I mean, it just, yeah, it creates the stasis shards, then do whatever you like with them. Okay. And versus, you know, versus the, you know, your ice flare bolts, you know, shattering your, your frozen target spawns, the seekers that track and freeze other things. Your frost pulse is the catch your, you know, casting your rift regenerates a shockwave that freezes nearby things. And the Blake Watcher turret, I feel like everybody has encountered one. You hold your grenade, throw it, and then becomes an automated turret that shoots stasis at you and is very irritating. So basically, mm-hmm. the Glacial Harvest, they're going to reduce the cooldown of your stasis shard creation for every six shards from 15 to 10 seconds. So you can create your six shards quicker. Ooh. I guess every six shards, or I guess if you freeze a number of things in PvE, you know, you can freeze them quicker and make it, you know, just make more shards to use. Ho, ho, ho. And they've also gotten a lot of feedback where the Shade Binder can't quickly shatter your frozen targets. So, like, you know, if you're on a Hunter, you Shatter Dive. If yep. you're on a Titan, you Cryoclasm Slide. Yep. The Warlock didn't really have a way to do it, so your Whisper of Rending Fragment was really intended to serve that purpose, but it required a Kinetic Primary to pull it off. Uh... So basically, So basically, they're changing that now to say, instead of a Kinetic Primary, you just need to find something with Primary Ammo. Anything that shoots Primary is good. That's so, so now- stupid, though. Why not just let all weapon damage shatter things easier? Why does it have to be primary specifically? I mean, anything with white ammo. So, I mean, that increases it. Uh, no, I get that. But why? Because <laughs> Bungie says so. I would I think, like, I would think, like, in any, okay, okay, okay. This is ice, right? So, solar should do extra damage, right? Kinetic already gets a damage buff. So, cool. Kinetic can do extra damage too. Right? Obviously, you shooting a stasis crystal with a stasis weapon probably won't do anything. I'll give you that. Uh, Arc lightning, probably the same thing. Right? I'll give you that as well. Void? It's conductive. It's fine. Eh. Void, um, (laughs) it's a grape ice pop at that point. But, I mean, at least, at least solar. The the fact that it's only kinetic is just... Why only, why only kinetic? Well, no, well, no, well, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not only kinetic. So what they're doing, they're saying it now provides bonus damage Sorry, Whisper of Rending now provides bonus damage to stasis crystals and frozen targets for all primary ammo weapons rather than just kinetic primaries. Sorry, that's so, what I meant. Primary yeah, ammo. Yeah, yeah, so, so. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I mean, whether it's a special in the kinetic slot or the special slot, if it shoots white infinite ammo, it will now, you know, be, you know now allow you to shatter those crystals like so, you could by shining, by shining, <laughs> gosh, by sliding through them or shatter diving them. So that's still okay. Okay, they got a buff. Cool, great. But you're telling me that me shooting an ice crystal with a sidearm is going to do more damage than me shooting the same crystal with a shotgun or a heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, doesn't I mean, make I mean, sense. Yeah, but, but to be on the other hand, you're saving your special or your heavy ammo for something more useful than sh- shattering a crystal. Uh, yeah, but like, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> whatever, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of surprised that Jin just added, you know, added to the Warlock as an ability, and 
you know, again, yeah, you know, weapon like damage, ability on the other two characters. You know, so, I mean, at least you've got a way to do it without literally walking up to it and, you know, <laughs> punching or, or, you know, smashing your way into the ice. So, eh, yeah, it's better than I mean, nothing. To be fair, hunters had to walk up and slam on it and you had to slide through it. So, right. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the other two classes, you have to literally walk up to the crystals. The warlock, yeah. you can get that benefit from range. Yeah. So, there's that. That's dumb. Um, it should have been like two weapons, period. Period. Hey, you get a damage buff to weapons while shooting the crystals. Cool. <laughs> oh, whatever. Maybe the other ones uh, that need, need the buff. I don't know. We nope. need we need a stasis freaking glaive. That's what that's all I can tell you. We need a stasis glaive. <sighs> new, new, new dungeon. Who dis? A new dungeon is on the way, but while we do want to keep the details close to the chest so that day one experience can be exciting. And new for all, we did. At the very least, want to share with want to share when you can get adventure ready for season 19. The new dungeon will drop December 9th at 9 a.m. Pacific something time for the first Friday of the new season. In this new endgame activity, you'll be able to gotta go. Deuces. Oh man! Um, yeah, so they're not telling us. Yeah. That's not us. That's not us depriving it of you. Um, they're not saying. They're but what they saying. are telling you is, you can vote respawn on on November seventh huh? on on Monday. What? You can vote. Bungie's going to send you an email. Well, you you personally, they're going to reach out to you and say, in the upcoming trials lab rotation, do you want anomaly, cauldron, or Pacifica? And if none trials? of those words mean anything to you, go to the TWAB and and look at the pictures. Because Anomaly is the one with the big, uh, you know, Anomaly, anomaly in the, in the, of the map that rotates. Yeah. Cauldron is the one where everyone oh, runs the I same room in the one. middle and dies. Oh, I hate that one so and, much. And Pacifica happens on a planet on Titan that isn't even in the game anymore. So this and map is in the map where doors can close right before you take a shot. I mm-hmm. can't stand that, dude. Oh, I've killed so, myself with a rocket because the door closed. <laughs> dude, I was perfect. like, damn it. Winning. So oh, respawn, when when you get that email, you will see a snazzy little image like the one above here they have in the TWAB of you know showing yep. the map. Yep. Don't be like me the first time and not understand how this works. But you click on that shiny little image to cast your vote. And then um Bungie will calculate all those results faster than I can panic dive away from oh, Aaron's Dustfield grenade. Back up. We need to say mm-hmm. this again for the people not paying attention. When you get this email, you will see three images. Clicking an image is how you cast your vote. Mm-hmm. You don't get to inspect the image to inspect the map or to see the details on the map. When you click the image, that is your vote. You have click voted. responsibly. Yep. <laughs> so, so respawn. Which one is responsible? Anomaly, Cauldron, or Pacifica? What if you were to play Trials? Huh. Which one would you want to play on? Uh, I think Anomaly. I think now I, I the the map I think it's kind of cool. The whole thing rotates. There's lots of doors you can peek in and out of, and there's an above ground and below ground. I think I think it's a fun map overall. Honestly, would that be the best map to play hide and seek on? Hell no, <laughs> 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 no, because you're no matter where you go, you're on the radar. It's 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 actually kind of a small map, right? But the thing that sucks is, like, again, the whole thing rotates, right? So you'll get sniped by a rotating guardian before you even realize that they're there. <laughs> but the map, okay, the map is kind of cool. I really like the design of it. You got a lot of ins and outs. Again, you got a, 
a, an above floor and a below floor. I I just think it's a fun, well-designed map. I suck at it, but it's a fun, well-designed map. Yep. So say we all. So yeah, if you're interested in voting, you'll get that email on Monday. Uh, the new map will be set on November 11th on Friday when Trials goes live, live again. Or I'm sorry, the 11th is... Yeah, no, yeah. Friday, Friday's when it'll go live. They'll tell us on Thursday in the 12 which map it was. And uh, vote, don't vote. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm not here to tell you what to do. But it is a nice opportunity to check if you aren't receiving those emails from Bungie. You know, go to Bungie.net, sign up for the emails, because that's how they do all the rewards and all the other stuff. You know, anytime there's any kind of email from Bungie, you know, they send you interesting things and stuff, you know, neat, neat things of, hey, here's how you did this season. Here's the thing that's upcoming. Hey, here's a new thing in the store to buy. So just... It's beneficial to have those emails. So if nothing else, keep an eye out for it to go, am I actually getting these? Because sometimes there's some fun stuff there. Every now and again, they give you a code for a new emblem or something mm-hmm. like that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or they'll remind you, you that, hey, you've got exotics from your seasonal activity. You might want to pick these up. Here's how you're doing in the in the Kill Things with Solar Challenge that we haven't told you about until now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those random facts that they send you. Like, hey, these are the kind of masks that you're most likely to wear. What the what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, all sorts of good stuff. So even if you don't care about trials voting, it's at least nice to go, okay, good. These emails are working. That's where the good stuff will come. And, and, no. and there's, there's a bungee bounty that is still ongoing. And show of hands, did anyone remember there were bungee bounties going on? Has anyone thought of this since we talked about it last week? I, I have. I've got my hand raised. You do? We don't oh, believe oh, you. Oh. So you remembered what was going on. Did you, have you attempted to participate in one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah? Did, were you successful? No, my wife said no. Oh, You know, I just... <laughs> she said okay. you cannot sit here and just wait and play. You cannot hunt down one of these people. So yeah, you know, Bungie Bounty again, it's still going on. Um, as the show comes out, will probably be Monday. So I'm going to say that's probably your Vanguard Ops and your Gambit and your Catch Crash Day. And some Haunted Sectors and a little bit of Crucible. So go, go to the 12 this week. We're not going to read all the things and all the people and all the places. But yeah, but there's a lot of PvE changes this season. So it's not just going to PvP and hope you match with the person. It's PvE. Here's the thing they're on, console or PC. Good luck and Godspeed. Um, as a reminder, if it's PvE and you're on the same team, you complete the activity... Congratulations, you win. If it's a PvP thing and you're matched against them and you beat their team, congratulations, you win the bounty. You'll get the lovely emblem that's in the TWAB sometime later in life. And in case you didn't pick up on the subtlety there, if you're on their team and you lose, you get nothing. You lose. If they're on the opposite day, team sir. and they win, you get nothing. And Bungie would like to remind you do not quit out of activities like the Crucible because you will be penalized from doing so. And then you'll be prevented from rejoining the Crucible. And then you will be sad because you can definitely not participate in the bungee bounty if you can't get into the game that you're trying to get into. That is a problem. That's a so, problem. Go forth, play. Good luck. Maybe, be happy. Maybe, maybe your wife will say you can play. Maybe not. It's hard to say. <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's demon. Ah. So, Respawn, how are you feeling? Feeling all right? Drinking enough water? Actually, yes. You know what I could use more of, though? Candy. More specifically, candy? Space Grandma candy. Hmm. Stealing it from Space Grandma. And, oh, and steal how, is how a strong you? word. It's accurate, but it's, it's a strong it's word. It's like stealing it. 
So, <laughs> so, so how would I get this candy? What, what, what should I do with this candy? What, what's going on with this candy? Well, what you have to do is you want to go ahead and offer up a reminder to wrap up any unfinished business in the tower, because it's the last week of the Festival of the Lost before Mariah Carey's unavoidable takeover. And Space Grand. Is it the last week? Or is it, it the is. last couple of days? Well, week week is a strong word. Week, I and mean, by the time this releases, does it matter? <laughs> depending on what time zone you're in, how your time change works, there was a week at some point, probably when they wrote these words earlier in this week. Uh-huh. So, uh, Space Grant... I mean, Eva returns with some fresh baked goods and that holiday cheer. It's not too late to get out of here. I'm sorry. It's not too late to get out there. And let's, of course, this is Tuesday and you're hearing this and earn or even guild, if you're feeling spicy, that spiftastic new Ghost Rider title and earn some more goodies for your skills at taking out murderous walking jack o' lanterns. A completely normal week, so stop asking questions. Glint. Also, I still can't transfer my pages. Just saying. Uh, Sir, for those that are still working on their like titles, <laughs> for those that are still working on their titles and event cards, you have from now until next reset on November eighth to make it happen. You can do it. Ever told me so. Now for the fun part, we art masks, pumpkins, and kick-ass guardians. Oh my, that's a cool fireplace symbol. That's I like that. That's very yeah. nice. Yeah, there's and there's there's a lot of you know Halloween themed mask themed artwork because it is the time. Someone should jump on with respawn and and help him with his pages because clearly he needs some assistance. Very similar to you, very silly guardians out there who bought a PS5. Bungie has noticed you. There is a notable number of you PS5 players playing the PS4 version of Destiny 2 on your current generation console, sirs and madams of the world. For an optimal experience on the PlayStation goodness, you should make sure to check out Bungie has a re- whole resource. They, they they have a nice little link right here to upgrade to the free PS5 version to see an improvement in your frame rate rates and your graphics overall. Don't play Destiny on your PS5 with PS4 versions. That's very silly of you. Get all the things you spent all the money on, you silly, silly PlayStation players. Oh, maybe. Bungie has called you out. Go do this. Or well, maybe this is the way that people on PlayStation are seeing those hunters oh, with those yeah. low frame rates. You know that that's probably it. Probably it is. It. They're like, listen, that's that's the answer. So yeah, there's yeah. So so Bungie, you know, links to a a page on the PlayStation site of, hey, um, upgrade your eligible PS4 game to your PS5 game. So it might be worth doing if you're on a PS5. Maybe there's other games you're also not getting the full glory and beauty and frame rates of. You, you should go check. Speaking of consoles, um, they're, we're, we're, we're getting pretty new pictures. So while D2, the D2 experience on consoles, it's getting another update from the team on some changes they want players playing on previous generations. So if you're actually on an older PS4, you know, PlayStation or an older Xbox, uh, they want you to be aware of that coming with Lightfall in February 28, 2023, They've modified some of the textures on your PS4, your PS4 Pro, your Xbox One, your Xbox One X to reduce their memory footprint with minimal quality degradation. So I guess as answers the question of, is this where we pull the plug on old consoles? 
No, not yet. Not with Lightfall friends. They're 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 giving they're throwing you a bow and they're saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna you know make these textures you know better and prettier and save you some memory space so you can still play. I mean, yes, you can still play Destiny on an Xbox One X or an Xbox One. You can do it. I'm not saying you should, but it's possible. Now, if you go to the twelve, which we do link in our show notes, I can definitely see the difference in the picture of the first one. There's oh, more definitely. dust in the top picture, and then right. there's no dust in the second picture for the PlayStation <laughs> right. Four. Right, right. But the like, one under that, I, it's yeah. There's it looks uh, the same as me. It's like spot the difference. I, I yeah, can't. There, there's some level of Rorschach test. There's like a little bit of like color. I mean, it's some of these. I'm like, ha- have you changed? Have you have you changed it at all? Really? I mean, and and really, they don't look that different. Which and I then guess the is Xbox the one at the bottom. I'm like. I'm sure you've made that worse. <laughs> there seems to be more dust and dirt on the screen. It's yeah. the, the part. Well, you're seeing it as dust and dirt because it's not in motion. Those are the those are the particle I effects when you're is. on the planet. So I'm sure it'll look better if it was in motion. Yeah. In the still I mean, frame. I'm just playing with you. Yeah. But no, did did y'all see? Like I know y'all did because I just skipped it. Some of these tweets are pretty funny. The Vanguard University, the Vanguard there with the hunter standing out front. IRL, by the way. That's funny. The, all the different pumpkins. Y'all, y'all should check out these pumpkins. The the one where, uh, where Crow's actually honoring Cade Six's death. That's pretty good, you know. The Headless Horseman. I'm sorry, no. The Headless Star Horseman, whose steeds dreadful when he entraps the stars. So the Headless Horseman, instead of having the... The pumpkin has a Telesto for a head, and he's riding the star horse. So you'll suggest definitely check out uh, some of these tweets. They are pretty good and pretty funny and artistic and stuff. Yeah, there's lots of good Halloween-themed things. Mm-hmm. Oh, Night Demon, I need a pumpkin with a cowboy hat. Not sure. Can you I'm make gonna... that happen? Not sure where I'm going to find one, but the player support team is here with information, but probably not pumpkins with cowboy hats. Oh. They are back to Thrill and Delight Guardians with what's coming down the pipeline regarding the state of the game. From workarounds to daylight savings reminders, here's what the non-caped, for a bunch of reasons you understand, Crusaders have for players this week. So we implore you again, dear sweet Stadia players. If you have created (laughs) your character on Stadia, you need to enable cross-save before January 18th, 2023, or your player will be lost forever, along with everything else you've ever purchased or gotten in Destiny, gone forever. If you play on another console and also played on Stadia or created a Stadia account and your home, you know, where you started playing the game is not Stadia, you can ignore this and go on with life. But if you were on Stadia, you need to enable cross-save because that's how Bungie is going to keep your character and all of your Destiny things after Stadia shuts down. If you're going, oh my god, I've just heard of this, what are you talking about? There is a Save Your Stadia Character article in the TWAB. You should read it and, and follow its steps and do what it says. There's a whole. We told you last week, we're reminding you again this week because Bungie is also reminding you and we don't want you to lose your Guardians come the 19th of January 2023 because you'll be very sad and Guardianless. Your light will have fallen all the way. Ooh, and you have to start over from the beginning. All your exotics, all your armor, all your everything. Maybe that's a good thing. All Maybe your some god people want to do that. Yeah? Hey, why yeah. don't you do that? Let everybody know how it feels. Maybe I will. 
Do it. Lead by example. That'll that'll clean your vault out. Yeah, it will. Well, then you know that's not happening. Yeah. So so Bungie Did you would not also consider that? <laughs> Did you honestly not consider? I your wasn't going to delete my old character. I was just going to start again on a different account. No, it's, it's, it's that's the sacred fault. You keep it there. Yeah. Un unlike time, which is just a figment of all of our imagination, and it's not a figment. Yeah. It's a construct. It's a man-made construct. Making mess ups with time. It's the same thing. Time zones are hard. Nobody understands it, but you should understand that on November sixth. So basically, as you're hearing this, um, it's already happened because it's Sunday night here in the U.S. and Sunday Monday, and you're if you're on Australia and somewhere around there, everywhere else. Yep. Uh, your daily and weekly reset times. We'll update to 9 a.m. Pacific and 1700 UTC, which is an hour later than they are, because again, I still have not kept track of this or my phone okay. updates and it tells me the new today, time. What time was reset for you today? Uh, 12, 12, 12 or 1? Yeah, yeah 12, 12, so it goes to 1 p.m. So it goes back an hour. There you go. Yeah, so it's different. And again, Bungie also has a Destiny 2 Ritual Reset Guide. So if you, like us, struggle with time and how it works, you can look up in your time zone and figure out when, you're, when your time changes. But basically, it's, it's going to be an hour different coming this Tuesday than it was last Tuesday. And it's going to stay that way all through the winter because time is a construct and no one agrees it should exist. What we should agree exists is hotfixes, though. We're getting a new one with 6253, which is going to happen on November 8th on that Tuesday. Ooh. And it's going to happen, aha, at 8 a.m. Pacific time, your maintenance will begin. Ooh, it used to be 9 a.m. Now it's 8 a.m. Pacific. 45 minutes later, the game's brought offline. At 9 a.m. Pacific, the hotfix becomes rolling, begins rolling out to all platforms and to all the regions. And an hour later, the maintenance will complete, Destiny 2 will be back online, and you'll be able to play the shiny new hotfix with all the new things. And as a reminder, when the game goes offline, so do the APIs, so all of your apps will not work. That's when you watch your podcasts, listen to your YouTubes, and stare at the wall going, it's coming, it's coming. Or just stare at the little loading screen on your console or, or PC going, it'll be back soon. It'll be back soon. I'm waiting. So respawn. <laughs> Rocking back and forth in a cold sweat. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I don't do you that. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. You listen to YouTube and you watch your podcast, and I will have no one complain other, any way other. Mm -hmm. what, I, what I also want to understand, Respawn, is your workaround for converting pages. So players, this is to you, Respawn, specifically, and, and the Hunter Master Race or Warlocks or Titans who cannot figure out how to get your spectral pages into your manifested pages. Yeah. Please oh, ensure. I've got all this, as you told me last week. So, 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 so you've got... <sighs> Excuse me. So you've obtained the gone, gone for not forgotten. Sorry, the gone but not forgotten quest from Evil Avante in the Tower. Yep. You are wearing your Masquerader's helm from this yep. year yep. with a festival mask. It's a it's yep. a mask from this year that you bought from the nice old grandma in the Tower. Yes. You have at least three free spaces in your character's inventory. Three yes. free spaces in your oh, character's yes. inventory. Okay, good yes. improvement on last week. And you have special pages in your inventory. While you enter the Haunted Lost Sector playlist from either the nice little podium in the tower or the nice little icon on the director that is also located in the tower. Yes, yes, and yes. Now, if you are on a console or PC, have you cleared your game's cache? Yes. Have you completed a strike? Many. 
Mm. Well, you should just run one. That's where you went wrong. <laughs> have you obtained more <laughs> spectral it. pages? Over efficiency. And then, <laughs> and then have you completed your haunted law sector? Note that not all pages will be converted in apparently response case. None of them will be converted. So um, th th there's a help forum that if you're solving problems, you should ask for help or just say the event's almost over. And I clearly have done something to uh, anger yeah, the gods I don't care. Yeah, and do not deserve the pages. Um, yeah. You don't get the pages. You're, you're, you're clearly just you're unworthy. I also, we're not list. we're not worthy of having a, having an, an issue this game because there's some known ones. Even though you respawn will also get the all pages manifested message when you enter the lost sector, mm -hmm. it's still not accurate, and it should only appear after the completion of the lost sector. So you are not losing pages when this message happens for you. Okay. You're not losing pages anyway, but for other people, you must complete the lost sector for your pages to manifest. And then you can hopefully continue the event or like respawn. You can't. And at, at least I know that that's a thing because I thought I was screwing up, right? Because I was seeing you, your pages were all gone. I'm like, no, they're, they're really not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just got here. I, I've not even seen a headless one yet. <laughs> right? So your certain shaders still may apply textures incorrectly for, for pieces of Festival of the Lost mech themed armor. Once it's resolved, your shaders will look different on those armor sets. Your season 16 emblem is still dropping from a season from your week 10 intended authority seasonal challenge. The source of the retrograde Tor exotic ship is still inaccurate. Eva's weekly bounties, they had the bug again. You're not, you know, we're not totally living in deja vu, but they, they reintroduced the bug this week where if you turned in Eva's weekly bounties for bright dust, you were still only getting half of the amount that has since been corrected and you will get your bright dust. You should have gotten at a later date as well as the bright dust from the first time this happened in Festival of the Lost on week one, again, at a later date. Those are our known issues. Again, there's a whole link. There's a help forum. If you're seeing one of the issues we mentioned, Bungie's aware. If you're seeing an issue that Bungie hasn't mentioned, uh, go check the known issues article and or the help forum because there's a lot more issues there that they don't highlight every week. Right? Oh, man. Just, oh, just so angry. The whole time I've been trying to get these pages to work and I've done all this crap and I still... I have like 50 pages in my inventory that I can't do yeah. anything with. You weren't really sold on the event anyway. You didn't do half the event last year. Well, no, but this time I, w I didn't mind the Ghost Rider title. I liked the Ghost Rider title, and I would have liked a better role of my freaking um, the auto rifle. You, well, you know? can still do that. Just keep doing yeah. the sectors. Yeah, I mean, the loot should still be dropping. It's just the pages aren't manifesting. The pages are just to turn in to get honestly lore and the stupid... Uh, Lower than yeah, I mean all the rewards you can still get from running the law sectors. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I mean I know that, but I, I did actually I'm not gonna say I wanted to go out of my way to get this title. But I did like this title. I would not have minded having this title, the Ghost Rider title. So I'm just like Well you clearly know. Bungie did. Or don't worry, because next year you'll have another shot, probably with the exact same issue yeah, as you did probably. this year to try to earn this title. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> And we're back, some, and we're still broken. Yay! Or, or maybe it'll be something totally different. But yeah, there's there's some lovely movies of the week. You can watch them, you cannot watch them. It's up to you. And and then some more lovely artwork at the bottom because there's more pumpkins, there's more cross-stitch, there's creepy Savathun sitting around in masks, which is just a little, little un unsettling. People put so much effort into all of this. It looks fantastic, most of this artwork. Each week, there's so many... Wow, that pumpkin, though. There's so many nice. different things that people come up with way ahead of time as well yeah oh yeah just the amount of creativity in this community is unrivaled trash basket seventh through 
<laughs> and that's that's the end of the time, end of our twelve, everyone. So uh, you know, go get yourself some post Halloween discounted candy, and uh, don't worry about all the chocolate on our faces. It's called self care. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's but is normal. that the end of the podcast? Never, never. never. But Hippie would like to remind you to go drink lots of water. In fact, you should get some more water now, and you should be a little nicer to yourself because you know. Maybe maybe you're going through some trauma about your character being buffed or nerfed, or maybe your you know, your favorite weapon isn't working right now. So while the twelve is over, the podcast is not over. We have mm. more for you. Chewy. We have a man whose name is Respawn. Ah. He has a report. He is going to oh. round it up, like mm. very similar to a pumpkin with a cowboy hat, but not exactly. Wow. So Respawn will be our pumpkin with a cowboy hat. I'm totally unprepared. How about a, how about a fez? I have a fez. Is the fez okay? That seems fair. I, I heard fezes were cool. From this well, doctor. Are you ever prepared? To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm right here already. He heard. We he get made to this point me, every week, I'm... and we always have to have like ten minutes cut out where you're kind of trying to find what we're going on about, and then sometimes you go off on a little right, tangent. Listen, Mister Gripey, I was making jokes. I'm already here where he he has the thing. Gripey McGrape face. Because I'm not there. No, but you're making assumptions while I'm making jokes because you want to be grumpy face. This is audio of the mind. Grumpy face. Wah. I'm Night Demon. I have to edit things. Wah. Well, no, I don't have to edit things. I could just edit you out and then that'd be a nice and peaceful, easy podcast. You could. Do it then. Maybe you will. Do it. I will. Do it. Maybe, maybe that'll be a secret reward or just the, the new show that Respawn will never know one way or the other. Yeah. You know, okay. So the first thing you can, you can skip or you can talk about. Honestly, I put it there because destiny overview on Twitter has been doing a phenomenal job of doing a, you know, pretty like one page picture. Yeah. It, it, honestly, I put it there because it gives me a nice picture for each episode and it just also sort of keeps track of what, you know, a snapshot of what happened. It's just an overview of the 12. If, if, you're on Twitter. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I see. Yeah. It, it, yeah. If you're it's on the Twitter. It's the in picture form. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're on Twitter, uh, go follow Destiny Overview. Destiny Overview, all one word. They do every week, like, what Zer has, the trials thing, the TWAB recap with a, you know, you can have the three-hour version from us, the 20-minute Astacross version, or the, like, let me read this in two minutes of just show me what got buffed, what got nerfed, what got changed, and what's upcoming. So that's the, like, you know, one sheet of paper version of our show, which... You can have, but you should also listen to our show because we're more entertaining than a single sheet of paper. Absolutely. And moving on past that, Liliana Rupert, I'm sorry, Liana Rupert at Dirty F and Hippie says, calling all Destiny 2 players with visual disability accommodation needs. Hey, I know someone like that. Specifically for the Destiny 2 companion app. How accessible is our companion app to the game? How well does it work with screen screen readers? And how is the contrast colorblind flags? Well, you have dark mode, which is really all I need. So appreciate that. Yeah. So so if you have thoughts, you should re- reach out to Dirty F and Hippie on Twitter, who's one of our Destiny 2 community moderators, who's looking to collect real feedback from people who you know need these accessibility settings with the D2 companion app. The lovely one you can put on your devices, your phones, your tablets, to download your bounties, interact with the game. How well does it work? How could it be better? Clearly, they're looking Ooh, for your real feedback to improve it. You know how you can see your, your guardian on the app in the 3D model? Yeah. But mm-hmm. none of the colors match. 
what's in game. <laughs> you could make it look like the Guardian that's in game. Just, you know, a heads up. Um, moving on. Leon Rupert says, uh, it's sweet that people feel the need to troll on an accessibility post. Truly, I appreciate you gifting your valuable time for such an important endeavor. Not all heroes and all that. As much as it pains me to say this, we could also not do that so feedback isn't buried. Oh, yeah. So don't troll the the accessibility forums, guys. Please. Um, yeah, yeah, she's actually looking for real feedback, you know. Yeah. So if you do have some real feedback, please go give it and, you know, troll different posts. Go go troll a different person on a different post. Nicely. Look, troll them. Elon politely. may own Twitter, but you can still troll on there just like you could before. Just but you should go, go troll Elon. There. Yeah. He deserves it. He deserves yeah. your worst. He takes all the trolls and he and he trolls back, dude. It's a fun back and forth. Go try it out. Uh Destiny Tracker says New Bungie plans to keep making content for Xbox One, One X, PS4, and PS4 Pro. This change, modifying textures, will help us keep creating new content on PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox One, and Xbox One X. Hashtag Destiny 2. So they are still making content for some of the older generations. DestinyTracker.com says, Breaking! Destiny Season 19's Dungeon goes live on December 9th. Hashtag Destiny 2. That is like a whole month and a week from now, man. Yeah, but but it's coming. Bungie is nothing if not the kings of building hype. Yeah. Well, for the first time ever, because Demon laughed at me this season, I'm <gasps> stocking up on some bounties so that <gasps> I can do content. <laughs> Ooh, you've 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 finally broken him down. 18 seasons into the game, you've broken him. I've got I've got bounties. Look, 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 boom. Hold on. Ready? Ready? Uh, so do, so far, do, one, do you have I got eight bounties? Boom! Eight. Save them. Explain to the people why you would want to be saving bounties at this point in the season. Okay. So the reason you want to save bounties at this point in the season is to give you a jump start on your um on your uh seasonal artifact. seasonal artifact next season. Your seasonal um, artifact plays a lot of important things, right? Well, there's two there's two things it does, right? So Parody wants me to say two things at once, which I can't do. He's gotta wait. So the first thing is powers up your seasonal sword. artifact, which gives you quietly. seasonal mods which help you build craft. The more mods you get, the more build crafting you can do. That's step one. Step two, it gives you levels, both on your character, light-wise, by getting the more experience you get, the, the farther in your artifact you get, the higher light level gear you get, etc. It's it's a, it's a snowball effect, right? And your artifact itself gives you artificial levels, right? So usually for Grandmaster Activity, you have to be max light, and have 15 levels on your artifact to be able to access Grandmaster Activity. Yep. So you have to have them both. And bounties give you a ton of experience. So if you save up bounties from this season, as soon as next season starts, and after you've acquired your artifact, I cannot stress this enough. People (laughs) came to me so upset. You get your artifact first. Once you have your artifact and you can verify your artifact is receiving experience, then you blow through your... Actually, sorry, let's take a step back. After you know it's getting experience, you join a fire team. Bungie has it set up that if you join a fire team, you get experience bonuses. So, after you've acquired your seasonal artifact, 
after your seasonal artifact is gaining experience, and after you've joined a fire team, then you blow through your bounties <laughs> and, and get I'm, all that experience. And maybe if I'm new and I don't know where, if I'm looking at the game right now, what's, what is my current seasonal artifact? Where would I look to see where I have the next one? If you're, where does if that you're, live? If you're, if you're in-game right now and you're wondering what your seasonal artifact is, you open up your main page where you can see your character, right? You've got your guns, your armor, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Your bottom left, there's an object in purple. It's always going to be purple. That is your seasonal artifact. You right-click that, and it shows you at the very top, available. If you have a number there, that means you have X number of, let's call them tokens, to spend on unlocking these mods, right? As the season goes on, depending on how much experience you get, you can potentially unlock every single mod. Whereas before, you could only unlock... Less than all of them. Like 25? Was it 25? 12. 12. Yeah, 12. 25. Yeah, 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 it's 25 currently, yeah. So there's 25 total. You could eventually unlock all of them as you gain XP. So yeah, so it's is it the skeleton key? Is that what it's called? It is for the current season. Our current one is skeleton key, yes. Yeah, yeah, so when the season ends... You will lose your skeleton key. It'll go away. We will get a new thing. Make sure there is something in that slot before you turn in all your XP, all your bounties. You can it's still do normally... it. You'll get XP, but you won't get any XP toward your artifact, which is sort of the point of the whole hoarding thing. And it's whenever you have the, the artifact, mission, we get it. whenever you have the artifact, as you're looking at the artifact screen, in the bottom right-hand corner, you have a diamond. You have a blue line. And you have a white line, okay? The white line is how much experience you need to get to your next artifact. The blue line is how much experience, yeah, is how much experience until your next artifact level. Yeah, those are two different things. Only one artifact. You have one artifact. You're just leveling it up throughout the season. Yes. So whatever the new one is, make sure you have it before you turn all your stuff in. Yes, and And make sure that. Lines are filling up a little bit before you blow your bounties. Because otherwise you'll be sad and you'll have done all that for nothing. And if you're going, but how many should I have? What what should I do? This is where I'm going to re- you direct can you have to. up to, is it 32? You can say 32 bounties, I believe. You get nine pages worth of bounties. And each page has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. times up to four, about 50 eight. odd bounties. For 28 times 9, whatever that number is, is how many bounties? Three quests and bounties you can hold in total on each character. How many? Yeah. 63. Yeah. Quests and bounties. Your, yeah, so subtract your number of whatever quests you have sitting over there and use all those spots. So, so those char- that one or two characters you're not playing at all, just load them up, complete some bounties, keep the bounties on them, Set them back in their corner until the new season starts. Then you can use them to get all those fresh, lovely bounty because the XP is across everything. You can get the XP on every character, even if it's the one you never play. And if you're going, well, how how do I know if I'm ready? What should I be hoarding? What materials might I need? You know, make sure I have enough glimmer. Is there enough vault space? You can go to destinyrecipes.com slash checklist. And they have a pre-seasonal checklist that it will literally lay out for you It'll give you a little score on, hey, you're doing great, or you could have more, and we'll show you how many shards do you have, how many upgrade modules, what is your, you know, how many cores, how much glimmer do you have? It'll sort of give you these things of, here's what you could and should have, and how much, you know, how many bounties you have, and how much XP that is. So 
if you're going, I've never done this, or just give me some, you know, give me some data, give me some guidance on how to do this. Destinyrecipes.com slash checklist. Oh, recipes. Oh, I went yeah, to d2checklist.com. Wrong nope. website. Yeah, d2checklist. Also a wonderful site. But yes, Destiny Recipes. Really, if you just go to destinyrecipes.com, they have another of a number of things there. Your your vault cleaner, your loot companion, your, your you know power progress. They have some neat tools that will also sync with your account. You just log in there with your, you know, whatever you use to play Destiny with, and you can sync all the things there. Then you have some tools to talk to Dim, Destiny Item Manager. So you can go and say, how's my power level doing? What do I need? But yeah, the the preseason checklist, if you're going, how many of what do I, should I hoard and where should I put it? That can give you some guidance if you're like, I don't know what I'm doing, but the nice people on the podcast told me to do this. Here's how you can do that. Right. There was a guy I was playing with. He wanted to do some high-level activities with us, and he himself was a high-light level, like gear-wise, right? But his artifact, he didn't have a single level in his artifact. He was a new light player, didn't even know what an artifact was, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so time, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nothing that really, other than that's where, you know, that's where the champion mods are. But yeah, if, if you're trying to do champion activities with no mods equipped, you're going to have a rough time just bungee, yeah. you know? Make it more obvious. I mean, I know they give you the thing, but they don't really tell you what to do with it or why you should care about it. Mm-hmm. So we had to give them the whole explanation. I had to tell them about the show. I was like, look, honestly, it's a shameless plug. But if you go check out, you know, um, two times at hundred.com, we have lists of builds. We have lists of information. We have do's. We have don'ts. We have all the information you need if you're a new light, dude. So, yeah, this is what your artifact is. This is why it's important. This is why you need these mods, et cetera, et cetera. So he'd been playing the game for God knows how long. Because his armor was like 15. Oh, God. It was it was almost max. I forgot exactly what his light level was, but it was almost max. Yeah. But he didn't have anything, not even a single level in his artifact. I was like, damn. Yeah. The, the artifact is your friend. Yeah. So, yeah. Have friends with it. <laughs> or be friends with it or whatever. So, I'm on the checklist. So, I'm giving people an example of the checklist. I've signed in. It says pre-seasonal checklist, right? What what are we looking at here? We got prep score. Is this the prep score? Is this what we want right over here? Mine apparently is very poor. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I'm on a podcast listening to you, but, but yeah, there's there's a number of things where it'll say, here's here's what you sort of could should. And again, you know, agree with it, uh-huh. disagree with it, but it's like here's all the things you could have, should have, and it'll sort of give you just a sense of you know how is my hoarding going. Oh, or you can go it, into the next season fresh you- and say. It's fine. I'll just collect things as I play. So it gives you a point scale of 100 in five different categories. Materials, resources, stored XP, glimmer, and vault space. <laughs> Materials, 6 out of 100. Resources, 54 out of 100. Not bad. Stored XP, 12 out of 100. Yeah. Glimmer, 17 out of 100. Yeah. And, and, and vault the, space, and, 16 out of 100. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the store, so the stored XP, <laughs> the stored XP is your bounty. So if you're looking for, well, what does this tell me for bounties? The store, you know, your XP is your bounty. So your stored XP value, that's, you know, the number of bounties you have hoarded mm-hmm. across so, yeah. all your characters. Cause like yep. you said, you want, you don't want to just do bounties on one character, do bounties on all your characters and then blow through them to, to get your artifact. Cause your artifact is account wide, not character based. Every character has the same artifact at the same level with the same mods, right? Yep. So everybody just dumps XP into that thing equivalently. Yep. So, yeah, so now's a good time. Is it at the end of the season you're going? What is there to do? 
grab an alternate character you haven't loaded up since the season started, go through the initial activity that you never actually did, and just pick up bounties and hoard them. Log back off that character and say, now I'm ready for December. I get that say. You've got more roundup to do. You got plenty of Oh, to do I? Oh. You really do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was the last one. Right. Oh, no, here we go. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, the dungeon. Okay. Shadow at its shadow. Destiny 1, 31 new PvP maps in three years. Destiny 2, one new PvP map in three years. That's 31 maps in three years versus <laughs> one in three years. What? So, when you put it in perspective like this, it's depressing how much PvP has been neglected in Destiny 2. There was not a single mention of PvP in the Lightfall reveal. Feels bad, man. Well, yeah, I'm so sorry, Shadow. <laughs> that yeah, does look really bad on paper. That, that's why I'm, yeah, I saw that. And yeah, I've, that's sort of a way to really put it into light of this is what we got. We got the new Throne World map. That's it, period, full stop. And they've taken away some of those maps we did have to rework and haven't brought them back yet. So again, hoping there's something in Lightfall that they're just not telling us yet. Hoping, hoping, maybe. Well, they probably have to make a lot of changes to these maps because we're going to be able to Spider-Man around the damn things now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so well, they, took, they took them out before they'd rework them and yeah, no, I, I get that. I I get that. But now at this point, now that they know that hey, we're going to have this ability for Guardians to just straight jump out of a map, <laughs> we might want to do something about that. Maybe. All right, uh, Twitter Mac at Mactus G1. If you get banned from a game you paid to play. You deserve an email specifying exactly why you got banned, i.e. broke seventh clause of TOS by doing X, as well as a link to submit an appeal to reverse your ban that is reviewed by a human being. So glad, so sad to see this happening again. I got kicked out by a bug report yesterday. I didn't get banned, but uh, the the security system kicked me out mid-GM. I'm like, what? What? So go back to, to consoles, better. Yeah. So th there was another person, you know, streamer that got kicked in. Actually, did I, I don't know if I, I don't think I put it in here. And Bungie Help came out and said, no, this person was banned for multiple TOS violations. But again, I, I kind of agree with Mactix. If you are banned, you should get something that says like, here's what you did. Here's why you were banned. At least yeah. a concrete reason. So at least you can say, oh no, like this is obviously, you know, it gives me something to go on to make my appeal versus just, yeah, if I was doing something bad, I should know. Or, oh, hey, oh, my God, this piece of software is triggering your system for some reason. At least I can tell you, hey, yeah, I use this software and it's not a cheat thing. It's just triggering, you know, battle, or battle, not battle net, battle eye, whatever the thing, you know, it's triggering your security software for some reason. Maybe you know, bring this to someone's attention. But, yeah. And then some of the things are so arbitrary, right? That like, what if I have a macro? that I'm not really good. Let's say I have really poor hand-eye coordination. And for me to do a shatter dive, I put a macro on a button. I hit one button, it jumps in the air, and it does a shatter dive, right? Bungie, according to the terms of service, is so vague that something like that can get you banned. So at a minimum, I think he's right. What did I do wrong? Oh, I used a macro? Yeah, I used a macro to do shatter dive because I'm missing a thumb or whatever right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know I couldn't do that. I'll remove the macro. Can I be unbanned, please? You know, something. Face. Let, let them face their accuser properly. 
Um, let's see where we at. Fusion rifles. Bungie Help says we're making some adjustments to linear, lineal, not linear. It ends mm-hmm. with an L. So lineal fusion rifles. These were initially planned for season 19, but have been brought forward to Hotfix 6.2.5.3, launching on 11.8, which is what in three days, as follows. Okay, so the next one. Okay, so increased flinch and settle time after receiving damage in PvP. Reduced flinch and settle time in PvE. And reduced the aim assist cone size, special ammo only. So stay tuned for patch notes expected next Tuesday before the release. And by lineal, we mean linear. (laughs) I love how they corrected it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this was the this was you know everybody said well you made these flint changes to snipers why are you waiting to make these changes to linear fusion rifles a bunch is like good point we're gonna make the changes to linear fusion rifles now so this was the change that was coming that they already talked about they just pushed it forward to this coming week well they said they wanted to see how it worked on the snipers I guess to see whether or not they needed to increase or decrease the flinch I mean they they said why it's just yeah. I guess people like me didn't pay attention so they gave you a reason. So, mm-hmm. um, and last and maybe not least, Bungie Help says starting this Sunday, November 6th, Destiny 2's daily and weekly reset times will change to 9 a.m. PST due to daylight savings time ending. So, just a reminder your daily resets and your weekly resets are now going to be an hour off. Because yes, daylight savings time is dumb. They're now going to start at noon Eastern. At 11 Central, at 10 Pacific, and 9 PDT. And that might be the same thing. I might have just thrown everybody off. <laughs> not, not, not PDT, PST. PDT is PST. what we're in now. PST is what we're going to. Ah, oh, that's fair. And 1700, so 5, 5 p.m. UTC, night demon oh. time. In Australia, it's an hour off for you guys. You'll, you know what it is. In Australia... If your ruse keep taking your clocks and bringing them to the dingoes, then you got a problem. And that was really, really a white thing to say. Would I apologize? Yes. Am I going to? No. But we are moving on because that is the end of the twab. And unless we have anything else to say, tips, tricks, guides, builds, yes? Well, that was the end of the twab. And also the end of a respawn report roundup, most importantly. We, we do. We, we, we have a couple of tips and tricks. Night Demon, do you have tips and tricks to share? I do. I think we may have larger the same tips and tricks, but let's see. Let's put our, okay. put our notes together and find out. Is it going to be like Snap? Maybe. And I have a couple of Hunter builds, if y'all haven't caught them No already. way. If yeah, you have links and research. Do you have links for them? Oh, links. so we have a permanent link. Plunder the Booties, GM, Hunter, <laughs> Grandmaster, Nightfall, Build of Doom. Uh, yes, it works. <laughs> So, so Respawn went to the show notes and hit the plunder the booty link, and he will tell you all the links and all the things. <laughs> well, Respawn, I can man. tell you, snap. Yeah. I was going to put that one in the show notes specifically this week for you. Yeah, oh, I got it. Oh, I'm on top of this. <laughs> I got him. He's the first one that shows up every time he's got a new video. <laughs> Respawn has a guy that actually taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, plunder the booty posts a new video. Yeah. But, you know, I pay him for that, so it's not free. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see how many of these you have. Okay. So I have five forbidden builds in PvP from Cool Guy. 
None of those. I saw that go up today and I had not had a chance to watch it yet. Worth a are watch. They, are they forbidden? I'm, I'm, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to tease you with that. Mm, yeah, no, I was, he teased that on Twitter yesterday and I was like, I saw it go up today and it ran out of time before the show, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. I'm not saying that I'm going to be able to pull them off. Well, I mean, they're forbidden. You shouldn't. Or they you shouldn't are. They are forbidden, but I am going to give them a try. Mm. Next one. I have Patikates Gaming, the number one thing that separates top FPS players from the rest. So, so many things. Have you got that one? I, I do not have that one. <gasps> there you go. It's another good one. And then we have the Plunder the Booty channel, because I was going to highlight the Hunter build, but Respawns, we jumped in there and said that one. But there is a Warlock S-tier build also that he posted eight days ago. But again, it's another good one to check out if you're a Warlock. Next, I have the best ways to farm Ascendant Shards in Season of Plunder by Sneaky Beaver. Uh, I <laughs> Sneaky Beaver, but I clearly should. I want to meet that guy. I just kiss it the name or girl or whatever. Just you're you're great. I love you. Respawn has never watched a single one of your videos. And the most useful glitches in Destiny 2 from Marshix. So those mm -hmm. are my picks for this week. Uh, excellent. I have I have a very a very quick short one that is absolutely Deacon approved at 29 seconds. Kimber Prime did a quick do the festival masks affect your hitbox size? Does running around with a big giant head matter to the game at all? Don't tell the people. Just let them yeah. watch the video. No, it's 29 seconds. So you're gonna have to figure it out yourself. Um in addition to watching this poor man suffer through a light blade GM this week solo, uh Fallout plays as everything hurts and I'm dying video. It's all about the linear fusion rifles and just he has some examples from different people, different clips in here that are just th this gun's a bad, bad man and should should not do the things it can do. One that I saw and I sort of agreed with this week is crit buffs don't waste time farming the Jurassic Green. And I'll let him <sighs> tell you why you shouldn't. Everyone else is telling you right out, right out here, you know, we're in the port of the season. Every week it's, this is the new gun. Oh my God, you got to get this one. This is amazing. Kripoff saying, maybe skip this one. And I'll let him tell you why. And then one that I saw, I think I, I've now seen this podcast in textual form this week by uh, Destiny Massive Breakdown's PVE podcast. They had the weapons design team with Vivian Bex and Chris Proctor on, who they, one, had a transcript linked of the show so I've seen a number of people, you know, their show and others retweeting and quoting parts of this because it's in lovely text form. But they basically did an hour and a half sit down interview with Chris Proctor and Vivian Bex, who both work on the weapons design team, basically 90 minutes of weapon questions about Destiny 2. Wow. So that is my absolutely you should load this up and go listen to it. It's on YouTube or it's on, you know, in your favorite podcast player, Destiny Massive Breakdowns. It's in their PVE side of the show, which, if nothing else... Um, there's some lovely accents on that show as well. So it's, it's worth listening to for that reason alone. <laughs> but yeah, but there's, there's some really good information that Chris and Vivian give about Lightfall and D2 and, um, the, the spicy, spicy auto rifle that is doing a thing that it shouldn't be doing. And it's very naughty. So yeah, I won't spoil it. I'll say you should go listen to it because it's absolutely worth your time. That's all I've got for this week. So I think, you know, now let's see. Okay. How, how are we doing? We, it is 11 p.m. now. We started 8.30-ish. Respawn, have we taken the TWAB and made it long enough? Uh, I'd say yes, especially if somebody's already complaining about editing. 
did we make did we tell people enough stories throughout? No, I'm I feel that he's actually no this week because he's made a conscious decision not to go off on any squirrel stories. Uh huh. Uh huh. See, Have it's because I never oh. I never go off on squirrels. You're a squirrel. But I guarantee next week when he's forgotten about this, there will be squirrel stories. Nope, there will. I, I feel like... you can't help yourself. There's never I... any squirrel stories. You just say things to try to make me feel bad. I feel but like you can't make me feel bad. There's something we're missing. I'm not. I'm not quite. I'm not sure quite what it could be. I feel like. I feel like there's some people. Hmm. There's some people that that we really enjoy and, and we really appreciate. We should, we, we should probably. Oh, those those fine lads and lasses out there. I think that's yeah. it. I think it's our lovely, glorious patrons out there on our Patreon, who went to Patreon.com/ttah and said, "We appreciate what you do. We appreciate and marvel at your ability to take this." One sheet of paper, 20 minute 12, and make it three hours of content to listen to and enjoy while you work, while you do the dishes, while you're just going about your life with us in your ears. And we cannot thank you enough, all of our lovely, glorious, wonderful, phenomenal listeners out there. But we would particularly like to thank Zep Orbit, who you cannot threaten with a good time. You can't. You can threaten him, and he's going to laugh at you. You really can't. It no, can't be done. Have you seen our Otter Dance Troupe? Chef's Kiss, they are phenomenal. The T-Rex King, Dedicated Wham, Star Voyager, and Scarlet Cam, they are the most phenomenal dance troupe you've ever seen in your life. And I hope you better look quick, because there are grenades incoming. Carver 2782, We Noble, Golden God 1562, and Basically Salt, basically NACL, throwing grenades. Nothing but grenades. They are raining down from the skies. They have blotted out the sun. And really, all of us, deep in our hearts, are seeking Deacon's approval, like Pee Pee Pipe, and the man who has given our own Hunter Master Rager a run for his money this week, Lord Master Chaos. He has the chaos. He is the Lord. Which really, I feel like now we've got a god, we've got a lord, we've got a king. I mean, at some point, we're going to have to have like a tier list of our lovely patrons and just see you know, where do they where do they all stand? You know, who who would truly win in a Patreon fight? Maybe well, we that's... have a prince in the clan. I don't mm. know why he's not in the Patreon yet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, prince, I I'm not sure. You've got kings and gods. I'm not sure prince is going to stack up. Maybe this is. Maybe we'll need to have some sort of like royal rumble at the end of the end of the season to to sort all this out. But thank you, thank all of you, and thank you everyone for listening to our show. We really appreciate you. And this is, you know, we don't ask for a lot, but if you are near a place like, you know, Apple Podcasts or any of these other lovely places that, you know, take feedback or take ratings and comments, you know, dr drop us a review, drop us a rating. We appreciate it. It helps people find the show when they're searching for Destiny soundtracks on Spotify and they stumble across our show and go, oh, hey, look at this fancy thing I found with these gloriously neon demons and, and dragons. I guess they're dragons, not really demons. We have our own demon. You can't have him. He's ours. <laughs> so yeah, it helps people find the show and helps us grow. And we appreciate each and every one of you. And I appreciate that it's this time of the night where I say thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and night team and your hunter is no one response in real life. You should email the show at two times at a hunter at hotmail.com. We are on Elon Musk's Twitter at two Titans underscore hunter. That's the number two underscore hunter everywhere else in the entire world. We are two Titans at a hunter all spelled out. No numbers, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can find us doing what we're doing, being ghostbusters, Trying to figure out why Gambit exists? Because it's lovely, that's why. And really, trying to figure out who can do the most damage per second. Because that really is the one true metric for respawn in the entire world. Who is the DPS? Guy? It's important! Don't try to make me singled out like that! I'm going to single you out because I'm the closer and that's what I get to do. 
And I also got to tell you, you should listen to one show, our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. We have a show on YouTube. We have videos on YouTube. We do. We will tell you what's happening next week in Destiny. You should, you know, you should go to youtube.com slash two times in a hunter right now. You should give us a follow because there's streams. There's this where the show lives. And it's not just the show with like a silly little image. There is gameplay footage. There's something to watch while you have the show on YouTube. And the nice British man will tell you, sometimes with a phenomenal pirate accent, what's going on next week. Sometimes he might even serenade you. He might. He probably will. And if you, if you can poke him and tease him enough, sometimes. Now, now I'm not going to say this is going to happen every week. This is, you know, we are all, all unfortunately busy adults with busy lives and sometimes things happen. So you should go to twitch.tv slash no one response in real life. And that's N-O number one response in real life, all spelled out. Or Respawn will stream you D&D every Thursday night. This show, usually on Saturday mornings, sometimes on Friday nights. You never know. That's why you should go subscribe to his stream and figure out when this happens. And you can get the live show. I'm not saying it's a good thing, not saying it's a bad thing, but you will get it for whatever it is. It is a thing, also, and that's what Oftentimes, matters. 19 will do a stream at twitch.tv slash two times in the hunter. And there's a chance I may be streaming there periodically. I'm still trying to work <gasps> that whole find a time to stream out, but you should also go to twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter. Or again, if you go to youtube.com slash two times and a hunter, we stream to both places because that's a thing you can do now. So follow us on one or both those places and you'll be notified. Hey, someone's live. Someone's doing a thing. Who is it? Got to follow us to find out. Oftentimes it's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. UTC, which is 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. US, US Eastern time. I'm not going to say it's every Wednesday. I'll say it's often many Wednesdays, but like I said, you got to follow to find out when it's going to happen. And if you're saying we appreciate what you do, but maybe we want to see you, you know, drag more children through raids or, you know, have respawn <laughs> run PVP with a rat king the entire weekend. What? You can, you can go to coffee.com slash two times in a hunter. That's KO dash FI.com where if you, if you want to say, you know, here's the thing. Hey, I think you should go do a GM and we'll put some money on the line. You know, you can toss a couple bucks our way. Our goal really is to get Night Demon where he can do this show professionally. Because really, we all serve at the pleasure of the king. And he is our king. And until next week, king, jester, what should we say to the people? Any closing thoughts? Yeah. Um, Are you the jester? Who's the jester? Um, It can be joint jesters. Perfect. But is it deuces? Well, deuces is what I was going to say. Yes, absolutely. But that's what I was asking. Yes. There you go. Deuces. 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 My leash. <laughs> Deuces is my love language. <laughs> mm, that's too much information. Um, if you see any new light guardians out there, please direct them to us. And I'm not just talking about for the downloads or the cloud. I've met at least two people that had no idea what they were doing. One of them was lucky enough to join our Discord and has since then been informed. And the, the other, other person was, was standing across from him in the mirror. <laughs> and the other person was just lost in the world with no idea what an artifact even was. So if you know people, send them our way. If nothing else, and at least the links that we provide can help them in so many ways, right? Look out for your kindergartens. They're new. They're babies. They depend on us to get them moving. So please help out, help us, help them, help everybody else. And until next time.
Deuces for real. Deuces. What was the other deuces then? Podcast deuces. These are stream deuces. I assume it's different deuces, or maybe it's a quattro at this point. That just sounds really dirty. Lots of deuces. It's hard to say. If he wants to go number two everywhere, I'm not here to stop him.